Hey, hey. Yo, what up? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was a little bit late. I'm two minutes late. How dare you? And look at you. You were so prompt. I know. It's weird. <laughs> it just happened to work out that I like sat down exactly at 730. Wow. Hey, so what's good, dude? What's good, brother? Not much, man. Um, yeah, same old shit. I, uh, nothing new, just working and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, you know, same old, same old, you know, it's, uh, are, are we recording? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, same old, same old. Uh, today actually is a hard day for me. Um, the 30th of April, this is when my mom passed away. So I've, uh, I've had a couple of drinks <laughs> already. So, uh, and I know, you know, drinking, you shouldn't, you shouldn't drink to numb pain, but says who I, I did anyway. Yeah. And, but I'm here and I'm with you, my friend, the guy that I love, my brother. Yes, sir. From another mother. Yes, sir. And I also want to introduce you to White Claw Surge. Does that have like an energy drink in it? No. Okay. No, no it does not. And I thought that same thing too when I saw that BevMo. The Surge, and I've already drank it already, but the Surge <laughs> uh, is basically, they use the, that, that uh, descriptor to let you know that it is uh, double the alcohol content. 10%? Eight percent. Eight. Holy shit! So I guess yeah. So I guess not double. Oh, man, close almost. To double. Yeah, close to double. May as well be eight percent. So I tried it for the first time. This was a cranberry. I had a couple hours ago, and uh, it's alright, but it doesn't okay. taste as good. Like you can almost taste the the added whatever they do to to increase the booze intake. Uh, it kind of robs it of its white clawness. You know, if that's a thing. Yeah. So. No. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't often drink, uh, definitely not by myself, but right before we started, I was like, man, I really want like a glass of wine. And I opened my cupboard. I had nothing. I have a bunch of like scotch and shit in there, but I don't want that. So yeah, I was going to say, you always usually have yeah. like some of the whiskey or something. Scotch. Yeah, but like, <clears throat> like over the last few years, I don't know. I think last year I had like five drinks. And oh, wow. Yeah, and maybe the year before that. I don't know, probably about the same. This year, I was drinking wine a little bit a couple months ago. And then, like, I had that, I bought that 12 of White Claw last, two weeks ago. Yeah. But I went through that shit in, like, three days. Like, all right, I can't buy this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no good. It's too easy. It's too, way too easy. Yeah, it goes down way too easy. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, well, you're a better man than me because, uh, yeah, I I definitely have no qualms about drinking by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you know I know today is a rough one, but um, I'm glad we're together, man. Um, no, me too, me too. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, you know, it's always you know, it's, I mean, mom, my mom passed away. I mean, it was in seven years, 2014. Yeah. My math right? Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, seven years. Yeah. And so, like every every April thirtieth, you know, I just get uh, messages from you know my dad, mm-hmm. uh, family, and everything, which I appreciate, of course. Sure. But it's like, yeah, I know, I know, 
And like, and like, honestly, like the days leading up to to today are always harder than going through the day itself. If that makes any sense. Of course, yeah, the anticipation of it for sure. Yeah. And and today I was like, wow, it's been seven years, and it doesn't feel, yeah, like that. Like that that loss is still very much, um, you know, I deal with it every day. And uh, and it's funny, you know, my sister called me, my sister Brandy. Yeah, so I'm Brian. She's Brandy, <laughs> and, and, and my and my sister, we both have the same initials. So oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Brian Nicholas Williams. She's Brandy Nicole Williams. Uh, just yeah, throwing it out there. Yeah. But then, but she called me yesterday, and every time she calls, because like, we just text each other, you know what I mean. And so when yeah. she calls, like I get this intense fear that there's something wrong. Yeah, because she never calls me, and and I know it all traces back to the the phone call because she was because Brandy was the one who called me to let me know about mom and how she was doing, my mom how she was doing, right, and she called me and I picked it up and I was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, stupid. I'm fine. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? It's like, you got to go see somebody. Like you need to see someone. Cause like yeah. every time I call, you always ask if, if there's something wrong. And, and I know, and I know that, and I do need to, I need to see somebody. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm that trauma, I guess is still there. Of course. But uh, but yeah, but she called just to let me know that she was going out with her uh, her coworkers <laughs> for a happy hour, and I was like, "What? You could text me that?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, but I was driving and I was bored, so I didn't want somebody to talk to him in traffic." I'm like, "Yeah, ah, all right, yeah, yeah, man." I you know, I mean, in in general, like, I think we all underestimate the residual lingering effects of various traumas. I mean, and I'm, that's what PTSD is. Um, and it manifests in all sorts of ways and it can be brought on by so many different things. Like there are big events like, you know, passing of a loved one or a big breakup. I mean, but it can, you know, losing a job or there's so many things that, that really kind of put us in a bad place or spin us out. And yeah, man, yeah. it's yeah. so, I mean, just for anybody listening, like, yeah, it's fucking, I mean, I know you've done therapy. I've done therapy. Like for anybody who hasn't done it and like has some yeah. kind of hang up about it, just fucking do it. It's good. Like if you need it and, and especially if you recognize that you need it, yeah. you know, seek it out because I definitely, yeah, I, I was seeing a therapist uh, right after my mom passed and she was great. She was really good. And uh, you know, I moved back to, uh, to LA from Northern California and I wish that I would have kept it up and I, I just haven't. Yeah. Uh, and it's my own fault. Like, I know I need to find somebody, but I, okay. and I will, you know, but just one of those things, right? It definitely, it definitely helps though. It really does. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, one, it's an unbiased person. So that's big, but like, it's someone to talk to, which is big, but also they're qualified. Like they, they know how to reflect back to you what you're saying. They know how to provide constructive and helpful insight that, you know, they don't like give advice, but that's not why you're there. Um, yeah. It's so helpful, man. Like, I, yeah, like you, yeah, I, toward the end of my marriage, well, like she and I, like I, I was already done at this point, but like we went to like couples counseling or therapy for a bit and I was like, I was already done. Um, but then after that, 
like after I moved out pretty quickly, I don't know, a few months later, started seeing a therapist and I saw her for, I don't know, two and a half, three years or something. I would have still been, she moved. So it's the only reason I stopped. But yeah, man, I mean, it's so important. It is. It's important and it helps. And there's no, and there's no stigma attached to it. I know. You know. I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, you're seeing a therapist. Like, you're not strong enough. It's like, <laughs> no, fuck you. Like, fuck you, man. You ain't strong enough. Like, being yeah. able to recognize, you know, the the doing the know. work is the hardest thing you'll ever do. Yes. And yes. if you if you're avoiding it, you're you need it. Like, you're the one in that model. Like, you're the weak one in this scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like this fucking idea that like burning yourself out or not seeking help or, you know, not getting sleep, not eating well, you know, working 82 hours a day, like that this is some sort of badge of honor. Like we need to stop romanticizing that shit. It's not good for you. It's not cool. It's not, it doesn't make you stronger or better. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good for you physically and it's not good for you mentally. You know, it's like your mental health is as important as your physical health. It really is. Of course, yeah. And your emotion, like the way you're going to relate to people emotionally is going to be fucked up if you're fucked up. Like, yeah, you're not cool because you're doing it all by yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an old, uh, that's an old thing that was bad in this day. Yeah. And mindset is even worse (laughs) now. It's even worse now. It's like, no. Yeah, like the, the doing it by yourself is like out of necessity. Like you have to at some time, okay, you're, you're physically by yourself. You just got to get through it. But then once that passes, yeah, <laughs> join yeah. the world again and get some fucking help. Exactly. Get some help. Get some yeah. help. Yeah. Well, anyway, now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what episode is this now? Are we 28? 28. 28. That's what I thought. Yeah, man. Uh, I just found out a couple days ago we have another listener. Oh, two. The Bombcast. Yeah. A buddy of mine, uh, Pete. Pete, shout out to you. What up, Pete? Uh, he, he rolled through a couple of days ago and just out of the blue, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to, to, the, to your podcast. Bombcast. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, and he was like, I'm loving it. And I was like, seriously? Like, First of all, I was like, how do you even know about it? Because I don't even think I even told him. Or maybe I did and I, was, I had too many drinks and I didn't remember. B, are you embarrassed of us? <laughs> no, of course not. I thought I'm we were, embarrassed I thought, of me, I, not of you. I, I thought we had something special here, B. I, oh, and all the specialness is on your side, not mine. <laughs> no way. Well, that's awesome, man. So Pete. Yeah, so up? Pete's, well, yeah, he's, he's been listening, and uh, he told me he was, uh, so he was like starting from the very beginning. Oh, shit. Uh, and, and his whole thing, he was like, you know, I really, you know, I'm enjoying what you guys, you know, what you guys talk about, because he's a big movie guy and okay. entertainment, that kind of stuff. But he was like, I just love it because it's like, it's just, I can tell it's just two friends just talking to each other. And I was like, that's the whole point that was it. of the Bombcast. It's just yeah. me and my friend Graham, my brother, just shooting the shit about yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for listening, Pete. And everybody else, yeah. too. We already talked about you, so you guys don't get, like, every episode. <laughs> when Special I, shout out. Yeah. If you want a shout out, you better let me know uh, either myself or Graham on, on Twitter or something yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're listening. Yeah, yeah you got to bring uh, someone in. It's like referral sources. You bring them in, and yeah. then we'll shout you out. Um, but that's awesome, man. I, I mean, when I think, like, about my favorite podcast, there are a couple that are, like, about a topic. Um and it's it and there, there's it's not like friends talking really i mean they're just 
they're talking about a subject that I'm interested in. And I like that. But like yeah. my favorite podcasts are the ones where it's like, yeah, like really close or best friends, whatever they're talking about. I could almost care less. Like it helps that I'm interested, but I just, I like being a part of their conversation. I get conversation. To, yeah. Yeah. I get to be like a voyeur in these people with, you know, similar personalities talking about interesting things that I may or may not know about. I love it. So it's, I'm, I'm it's, it's, we, it, it's the whole thing of like just being a fly on the wall. Yeah. And just observing and listening to friends, having a conversation. And like you just said, whether or not it's, you know, a topic or a subject that I either care about or really know about. Yeah. It's just, it's just cool to just be listening to people, just, you know, friends talking. Where yeah, it's you like, get to like audit a friendship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I had a couple friends who were listening. I haven't talked to them in a while, so I don't know if they are. Um, one of them I'm not, I'm not friends with anymore, so like, you know, go fuck yourself then. Oh, well, what happened with that? Oh, man, like, you know, so I, my best friend growing up, like we met in second grade and we were friends for, I don't know, till, so we're, you know, what is that? Like six, seven until our mid late twenties. That's a 30s, long time. That's a 30, long time. Maybe thirties. I mean, uh, uh, that's even we, longer time. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a Shit. falling out for like a few years and then we reconnected and the falling out was on some real bullshit. Like I, like I drove to his house. I was going to fuck him up. Like it was that kind of serious. Whoa. Whoa. And I was, yeah. And I just thought better. Of it. I was like, ah, I'm not going to get out of the car, man. I'm just going to get in the car. I'm going to go. And I, and I did. And I'm happy I made that decision, but yeah, I am too. Um, I am too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And especially with this, like, cause something had happened previously in our friendship. And I told him like, if something like this happens again, we're going to have a different conversation. Like I'm, there's no more words like that. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. And it did. And I was like, all right whatever. So we didn't talk for a while and then we reconnected. Um, was it like just a few years ago, six years ago, kind of while I was okay. before, I don't know if it was before my son was born or maybe it was, I don't know, maybe. So I thought, Oh, cool. Like I aired everything out. Like, look, this is blah, 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 blah. He apologized. He's like, I get it. You know, I thought it was fine. And then like, I don't know, a month or so went by We'd been friends again for I'm not quite a year, maybe about a month or so, maybe two went by and we hadn't talked. And then I just hit him up like, hey, man, just want to see how you're doing. Oh, no, I had seen on social media or something that he had adopted some kids, but like older kids. And I was like, oh, amazed. So I was like, I hit him up like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Like, tell me what's going on. It's amazing, man. That's awesome. Like, yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, it's been crazy. It's kind of happened so fast. Like, yeah, man, let, let me know. He's like, yeah, it was like the kids were kind of in a bad situation and we were we knew them, their parents or whatever. And so we just adopted. I was like, that's man. I, a I'd great thing to, hear, to do. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what an amazing thing. And I was like, I'd love to hear more. And I was like, hey, man, let's. um, Let's get together. And then uh, it was like hours went by and he was like, oh, no, no, no not that long. And he was like, oh, um, I'll have to check my schedule. I was like, check your schedule? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? And, uh, and this is, again, my best friend growing up, like, I lived at his house with his parents. Like, when his dad died, it was like my dad. He, like, his dad was basically like my father figure growing up. So we're very close. And um, you've told, yeah, I, I've, I've heard about this friend then. Right. We've, yeah, okay. Yeah. And we talked about it. So, yeah. So then yeah. he, like, um, I was like, oh, I'm going to check my schedule. And I was like, okay. And then he hits me back a little bit later. Like, but what did you have in mind? Like he was like screening what, 
what my plans were with him. Yeah. Like, so if it was cool enough, he'd want to do it. And I was like, just grab coffee, listen to music, talk, catch up. And then I didn't hear from him for like months. Like, like oh, months. Yeah, like at, le- at least two months. I think six eight weeks, maybe seven or eight. And then I get this text from him going like, um, oh, I, out of nowhere. Oh, I gave up uh, sugar and something else. Is that good? What do you think about that? Like asking my professional opinion. Yeah. And then I didn't respond for a little. I was like, just flabbergasted. Like, oh, what? Wait, goes, that was his follow up. That after- was his follow up after ghosting Months. me yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like just treating me like i was like a piece of shit who didn't matter yeah and uh and i didn't respond for a bit because i was and then he re- texts again oh sorry and he didn't even say sorry he goes oh i i didn't reply i'm a bad friend ha 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 and i was like you are a bad friend yeah and i have no i didn't i didn't even bother i was like i got i don't have time to teach people how to be a good person like a, yeah yeah and then even like we, we, we are first, so far past that yeah, you know, especially it, now where it's like, come on, man. Like, if I tell you one time, like, hey, you, this isn't cool with me, like, that's it. Anything yeah. else, I'm, there's no more chances. Like, it's shit's over. Yeah. It's yeah. Shit's over. Not to mention, like, when we first reconnected, he's a heavy guy. And uh, he was like, man, I really want to get into shape. And I'm trying to follow along to your videos and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's cool, man. Look, you know, you're my brother. I'll help you. Um, I know you can't afford it, but in lieu of payment, Follow the plan, document it before and after, write me a testimonial, send the pictures, I'll use you for marketing. And that's how yeah. you pay me. And he was like, okay. So I made him videos for him, personalized videos of workouts, sent him nutrition plans, all this shit. You know how long he did it? Three days. <laughs> he did it for three days, stopped, didn't even say anything. And then like I saw him and I was like, how's it been going? He's like, oh, I, I haven't done it. Cause like my mom came in over the weekend. I was like, the fuck does that have to do with anything? I was going to say, what's that, what's that got to do with this? I was like, motherfucker, this is how I pay my rent. This is how I feed my son. Like I'm a professional. You, I gave you this for free under this, under these conditions and you just blow it off. Like it's nothing. You took time out of your day. Uh, those are working hours. Yeah. And you, and you cultivated videos for him. Uh, Eating plans for him. Yeah. And he did it for three days. I was like, ah, three yeah. days. Yeah. I'm Based good. on who he is, his lifestyle, what his goals were. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, like, you know what the work you have to put in for you to figure out how you need to be where you want to be. Like, in the work you got to put in to work yeah. out and what you need to eat or not eat. Like, yeah. It's just three days. And then after the other stuff, I was like, all right, man, fuck it. And then I saw him, like, a, a, one of our other friends. We were bandmates forever, too. Like, I learned how to play music with him and his brother and his, his their dad. Um, one of our singers, one of our best friends, Jason, he died two years ago, two years ago, motorcycle oh. accident. And I saw him at the funeral. And that was the only, that was since, <clears throat> excuse me, since that texting, that was the only time I've seen him. So he used to listen. <laughs> well, hey, maybe he is. Maybe, maybe he he's is. still listening. Maybe he is. And, and if he is, then, you know, you need to uh, apologize. Yeah. No, nah, we're good, man. I, I get no ill will. Seriously, none. Yeah, you know, it's just I accept people for who they are. I just don't need to be a part of them. Yeah. Or they don't need I'm, to be a part I'm, of me. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Like I, I do my best not to hold grudges. Yeah, for anybody or anything, because it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I'm putting forth this amount of effort, 
uh, as far as the friendship goes, if it's not being reciprocated, then it's like, okay, uh, it sucks because yeah. I valued that friendship. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to cultivate something that uh, isn't being reciprocated. That's right. You can't have a one way friendship. Like, no. it's got to be, you know, simpatico. Just with, like, and it's not even, you know, it's like any kind of relationship. It's not like with the uh, activities. It's not like, well, I paid for dinner, so now you got to pay for, not like that. But yeah, just with the effort and intention of, like, the value of the relationship, it yeah. needs to be equal. It needs to be equal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, like, you know, not holding grudges, it's so important. You know, like, if, if you look at like if you take an example like just basic physics like if you if you take a knife and stab it into a board whatever force it took you to put it into that board you're going to absorb in your hand as well yeah so, so and that's how like your hatred works too like in order to feel that for somebody you have to feel that within yourself too and you have to carry it around there's no way around it so oh, it's that's, like wow that's that's some deep shit oh thank you man that's some deep shit, but it, but it's true. Like I totally, yeah. that's a very good uh, analogy. The fact that it exists means that you're carrying it. Like it's yeah. in you. It's not like yeah. you can shut it off and then when you see the person, you turn it on. It's always there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I uh, I do my best not to uh, hate like anybody. Like and, and if I feel that way, I just kind of just take them out of my life. Right. Full stop. But uh, but yeah, that's a hell of an analogy right there. Um, Damn, yeah, that's a uh, powerful shit. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I just, I for me, I mean, I, I think I said the last podcast was like, I just want to surround myself and be around people that are good and that are positive. Yeah, uh, and positive with themselves, and also positive influences on me. Right. Because you know, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm about to be forty two in a couple of weeks, and you know. Even even when in my thirties or twenties, like I just I don't want to entertain, you know, uh, shit bags, yeah, or just assholes. It's like no, I don't yeah. want to have these people in my life, and I I'm accepting of everybody. Yeah, you are, and I am. Like, and a lot of times, you know, I've had other friends kind of be like, "Why the fuck, like this guy, like that or whatever." It's like, hey, they're good people. Like, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, you've always been like ever since I've known you, you've been like that. Yeah, but. but I got a big heart, but the first time you do something where it's like, all right, this isn't cool. This isn't good. Um, I'm seeing a side of you that I didn't see before. Yeah. And I'll be quick to kind of, you know, uh, tear down that bridge and be like, hey, you know, if you want access to me, you know, you got to be a good motherfucker, you know, because I just don't have time in my life for, you know, people that aren't. You know, yeah. I don't need anybody in my circle that's going to try to bring me down or just cause me stress. Yeah. Like uh, life is not, not only is it short. I mean, it's the longest thing we do. I guess it's weird to say that it's short, but it goes by quickly. But life is so hard already. Like it, that hard, that uh, conflict shouldn't come from like your people. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't. It, it's, it shouldn't. Yeah, it's, I was just uh, coaching somebody like about parenting the other day and uh, they're like a little harsh with their kid and i was and i was like look the world is is gonna be hard like and their excuse for being harsh with the kids like well i gotta prepare them for the world i'm like the world is gonna be harsh they're gonna face fear and adverse um, adversity and 
all of that and, and heartbreak and, and struggle and pain and all that, they need a place without that. And that's what home is for. That's what you're for. You can't go through all that shit at home. I mean, go shit all, all that in the street and then come home and deal with it at home too. Like they yeah. need a place to let their fear and anxiety and stress and depression and, and anger aside. Yeah. And that has like, you have to provide that respite for them. It's not, you don't need to prepare them for how shitty the world is going to be. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah, it'll, ab- it'll show it. It'll show. Yeah. It'll show it. Cause that's just living life. Yeah. Uh, just home, how it goes. Home should be home. It should yeah. be that, you know, not to, I mean, I, they use the term safe, safe place for different reasons now for like oh, the whole political correct, correctness thing. But, but same idea. But same idea. Yeah. It's like I'm at home. I'm with the people that I love, the people that love me. I shouldn't feel uh, any kind of way like threatened or right. apprehensive. I mean, I lived through that when I was yeah. young and that yeah. just sucks, man. And, it, it's and no good. again, it's another. It, yeah, I, I got PTSD that I'm still dealing with from yeah. those early years of dealing with my stepdad. Yep. And we're cool now. Uh, and I love him. I do. I loved him even back then when he was tormenting me. But yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like it shouldn't have to be this way that I'm, I'm in my house. Yeah. And I'm scared to leave my bedroom because of who's in the house. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's the same thing like when you're an adult and you're not living at home anymore, you have, you've created your own home. One, you try to make that in your house, like that yeah. feeling of safety. But then like your friends, like the people you're with, they become that home. And yeah, like there should never, you shouldn't be with your friends and also feel judged or, you know, nervous yeah. or fuck that. Life's yeah, no, hard. you're right. Good people are no people. Life's life's too hard. And, you know, like we were saying, you know, life is short. As long as it is, but it's short. Yeah. You know, so, so because quick. it goes so quick. I mean, like I said, like I just said, I mean, I'm turning 42 in a couple of weeks here. And like that's kind of fucking with my brain. Right. You know, because like I was at Jamba Juice today. Uh, because of the Jamba Juice in the mall where I work out, uh, the Gold's Gym, it's like Fox's Mall, and so I've actually, it's it's like going to Jamba Juice is kind of become my thing now. Oh, it's like a ritual. Yeah, like after I work out, it's like oh, I go to Jamba Juice, I get a you know smoothie, whatever. Because like when I was in college, I I was in Jamba Juice like every fucking day. (laughs) Oh, see, there's a little bit nostalgia too. It's a little bit of nostalgia, and because they they open at Jamba Juice within the uh, the Cassie Northridge bookstore, okay. uh, so you got the bookstore and it's like other shops and stuff. They added Jamba Juice, so I was there like for fucking like every day for like months, maybe even years or a year, and then I just stopped one day and like okay, I'm going to Jamba Juice way too much, so I hadn't been for like since I was in college, Damn. and then just recently I started going again because there's one in the mall. I work out and I go to Jamba Juice and I'm at that point now where it's like, you know, they see me and they know my order. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, God damn. Where was I going with this whole story? I don't know. It's awesome. It's a good story. I like it. I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, but I, good people, oh, creating a good environment. Life's too short. Yeah. Life's quick. Um, I have no idea. I think I was just uh, happy with my Jamba Juice excursion. Oh, I'm glad. What do you get at Jamba Juice? Uh, so I've got three. Okay. My go-tos, uh, 
Peach Paradise or Peach Perfection. Okay. Pomegranate Paradise. And then there's this orange, orange dream machine, which is basically like, like, like getting an orange Julius. Yeah. 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 Orange Julius, you know, uh, Stan. Uh, damn, what, I had something profound to say about this, and now I completely <laughs> lost me. This is why I should not drink before these episodes. No God way. God damn it. Um, God damn it. Oh, man. But, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tell me juice is good. <laughs> and hey, for anybody listening, if you're not working out like Brian, don't just go get Jamba Juice all the time. Post-workout. You get that sugar and your muscles use the, the sugar to get bigger and stronger. If you're just sitting around being lazy, don't go and drink all that juice. And that's why, goes. yeah, and that's why I, I, I have to tell myself not to go every day. Yeah, it's <laughs> because it's fucking delicious. <laughs> because it's fucking delicious. And I know that, you know, Jamba Juice, hey, uh, quite as kept, it's not all that good for you. No. And juice is not that good for you no, either. No, it's terrible for you. <laughs> it's so much sugar. Uh, the sugar, the carbohydrates, which yeah. turns into sugar. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I use it as a meal because, like, when I work, when I when I work out in the mornings, and you may take me to task for this, uh, I usually don't eat. No, I do that too. I work out on an empty stomach. I do that too. I'll have coffee or whatever, but I just work yeah. out empty stomach, and then I'll yeah. get a Jamba Juice, get my calories in, and then have a proper meal yeah. after that. I, I do the same. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I prefer it. Like I like a fasted workout. I I hate working out if once I've eaten. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's yeah. just different. Like I, yeah. I just feel better. Uh, so for me, it's like I gotta you know no no food, and I've got to have had a number two yeah. before I go. <laughs> I gotta yeah. evacuate everything. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately that, that, for today, I went to the gym and I could not uh, satisfy to, number two of getting the number two out. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, I just had to work out and I, and I felt heavy cause I, I yeah. fried chicken last night. Mm, where did uh, you fried chicken first, from? No, I, I, I fried it. Oh, you fried the chicken. First time in my life that I, that I ever fried fried chicken. Damn. And brother. How was it good? Brother. You killed it. It's fucking pretty damn good. Yeah. You got to make me that fried chicken sometime. I will. I will. It okay. was pretty. It was pretty good because uh, I made fried uh, fish mm. the uh, last week because um, uh, I had some, you know, these cod fillets. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? And they had been in the freezer forever, like freezer burned and shit. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to fry these things. Smart. And so that was the first time frying fish and it came out good. And then I said, hey, I'm step it up a notch. Yeah, and I fry I fry some drumsticks, wow, and they came man. out they came out pretty good, man. You know, I I did I I text I sent a text to my uh, my aunt Lanise just to kind of because I, I I knew I mean I, I did the chicken or the the fish without her, but I was like okay, chicken's different, so let me just see if I'm there's not anything that you needed to call your auntie. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, hey, so this is what I've got. I know that sometimes you need buttermilk for the shit yeah. and she was like i never use buttermilk i just do flour that's it and so i had flour uh you- panko crumbs oh nice okay um and i had a an, an egg wash yeah so i cracked some eggs and you know put the chicken in the egg wash put it in the flour half flour half panko crumbs mm. got it all there put it in the fucking skillet any seasoning 
Oh, of course. Yeah, I see. Okay, yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That come sounds on, like white. That sounds like white people fried chicken. Yeah, no, like, come gotta... on, come on, man. I put <laughs> yeah. fucking uh, you know, cayenne pepper, all black right, pepper, right. salt. Right. I got this Creole seasoning. Okay, okay. Put it okay. all in there. Oh yeah, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I get down okay. with okay. spice. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I like to put some Lowry's on mine too. See, I got this shit that's better than Lowry's. What the fuck? Really? What's it called? Yeah. Uh. Man, I forget the name of it right oh, now. Oh, you're trying to keep it secret. That's when somebody's like, hey, where'd no, you get that no. shirt? Where'd you get that shirt? And you're like, oh, man, I can't remember. I got it so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I will tell you. I will tell you. No, but no, it's, no. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's a Creole seasoning that you can okay. get in, like, any major grocery store, like, you know, Ralph's Bonds, whatever. Okay. But it's like a, yeah, just like, there's this, and, and you know, funny enough, uh, it's a Creole seasoning, but the, the mascot, the image is like this white chef. And nice. I'm like, yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You know all about the, the the Creole seasoning, but but it's good shit. It's based like a, like a catch all. Like you you can put that shit on anything, mm. and it's just bomb. So That's awesome, man. yeah, I was very good. impressed with myself. You know, That's awesome, man. It didn't burn the house down. As you That's can most, see, I'm that, still. That is the most important part of fried chicken. Yeah, <laughs> is not no. burning the house down. No. That sounds good, man. I had a I had a bon mi today, which oh, that's good. Is you know all time you know top five sandwiches of all time. So good. Uh, I get. Th- I but, don't know. There's no really like, good food out here. Well, tell the people what banh mi is, just in case they don't know. So banh mi is a Vietnamese sandwich, and it's usually it's on a baguette, like a French roll baguette. Obviously, you know the French influence in Vietnam, and uh, they'll do it primarily uh, traditionally made with like charbroiled pork, and then there's like shredded carrots, cucumber, jalapeno. Um, sometimes I'll put a little bit of like uh, vinegar or um, uh, sometimes I'll do it with like pate too. I usually don't get down like that, but oh, the pate is good. It is good. It is good. The pate just, like, is good. It's so fatty that I, if I'm going to eat the sandwich anyway, I was like, all right, I'm gonna stay with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and like, there's not really a lot of like great food where I'm at now. Um, but like a little Vietnamese place opened up and it was, it was damn good. Yeah. 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 It was good. The first time I had a, a bami sandwich was in Vietnam. And this is not a humble brag, a little bit. but I was in Vietnam, in Da Nang, <laughs> and I had that, you know, the authentic bon mi. That was okay. the first time I had it, actually, because mm. I didn't even know about the bon mi. Oh, I, I did, I honestly, oh, they put cucumber in there, too. I don't know if I said Cucumber, that. yeah. But yeah. I mean, before I went on this trip to, uh, to Vietnam, I honestly hadn't really experienced a lot of their cuisine. Oh, so good, man. And it was fucking dope. Like I, food is the best. It is so good. The the noodle soups, yeah, uh, bami sandwiches, pho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pho was like the only thing that I was familiar with. Like I knew okay. this uh, going in, but everything else was like new to me. And I had that sandwich and it, <sighs> in Vietnam, in Da Nang, and it was so fucking good. It's the best. And there's there's a Vietnamese uh, restaurant in the food court of the Fox's Mall. Where I get my Jamba Juice, nice. <laughs> and uh, and I got I got their bombing, and it was good. It was good, but like overpriced, like a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, you know, in Vietnam, I think in terms of like the money that like the the conversion, it was like two dollars. I was gonna say it's probably like two bucks, yeah, for like a sandwich. And in in the Foxes Mall, I think I spent like eight dollars. Yep. For their sandwich, for their version of it, but it was good. But yeah. I, I love the pate that they put on there. It's like, if I'm gonna eat it, like do it up, like put it all up, sop it on. For sure, for sure, it's so good. Um, yeah, like I'm so happy that this place just opened up, and um, 
like the the menus all in Vietnamese, like there's Vietnamese people running. I was like, oh, it's like a real Vietnamese food. It's good. Yeah. Because like out here, there's not just not a lot. It's kind of boring um, for food. But like, you know, I'm very close to San Gabriel. I mean, I'm in the San Gabriel Valley, but like I'm very close to good places. But when I was in Alhambra, there was a spot right down the street from me that was like the best fucking banh mi and uh, like oh, just Hamburg. a hole in the wall. Oh, Hamburg is a good. That that's a good place for ethnic food. Like, for sure. like isn't the population like mostly Chinese. Asian? Chinese, Chinese yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. But then, yeah, you get like you know nearby like some good Japanese, some good uh, Thai, some yeah. good Vietnamese. And yeah, this one there's like a l- t- tiny little shop, and they would sell stuff. It's dirty as hell. There's like a C rating in the window, but like it's, it was <laughs> so good, man. I'd go like every week, and they were like a you know a little bit. A little bit of bigotry like I, I would show up before there'd be like two people in there and i'd be like 10th to get my fucking meal <laughs> but you know you can't taste racism it's fine yeah yeah like it's, it's not racism but you can't taste bigotry it's fine bigotry yeah it's uh it, it's funny you you know you mentioned the sea in the window and all that like like when i was in vietnam and then philippines a couple of years after that oh yeah it was like like when I was in Vietnam and we went to some restaurants where I'm like, I know ain't nobody washing their hands. No. In this place, like the servers S- I'm talking about. Especially in the Philippines, man. Every Everywhere would be like a C or a D. I mean, I, but I'm not a bitch, but I don't want to say that. I'm not a bitch like that where it's like, <laughs> I get all, all worried about, oh, sure, like sure. the germs, whatever. It's like, for me, I'm like, I take it as a challenge. Like yeah. I gotta tough my stomach it, up. Is my stomach strong enough? Is my enough? stomach strong yeah. enough to yeah. deal with this street food? Yeah, because we would get food, and it's like I mean, when I was in Vietnam, we went to this one restaurant where, like I said, I mean, it was just like a a pop up shop almost. That's what it mm-hmm. looked like, mm-hmm. where they just found a spot that day and were like, okay, we're gonna cook here, and they put some crates out. You sit on them. They got like the the you know makeshift tables. The way you you order, the waiter comes. He got a cigarette dangling from his lips, yeah, and he's just dropping the stuff on on the table. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Hey, if I'm here in the country, it's like, you know, millions of people who live here. Yeah, everybody's eating this. It's, everybody's yeah. eating this. Like, I'm not gonna be that guy that's gonna be a priss. I'm like, I'm gonna eat this shit too. Yeah, never got sick at yeah. all. I, I ate mean, pork brain in in the Philippines off the street of a yeah. <laughs> this guy was just grilling you know pork brain i just cut this pig's head off you want to eat its brain yeah <laughs> yeah and i said yes i would like to try that hell yeah of course. and it was delicious here's the thing like most other countries are do not have like rigorous health code standards for their restaurants like the only places that i've been like of all the places i've traveled other countries that i've traveled the only place that i could say like is super super clean obviously there are dirty spots in la or you know the states too but like for the most part you have to be fairly clean. And the only other country I can really say that's like, like that is Japan. Like they're clean as fuck. But yeah. They're, 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 they're just clean. clean. Like they, yeah. they clean the subway handles and they sweep the gutters. Like they're clean as fuck. Yeah. But every uh, Costa Rica was actually really clean with their restaurants too. Oh really? But yeah. Um, but yeah, most other places they don't care. Hey, in Costa Rica, like, is it like Japan where they have like the, uh, the displays in the front of the restaurant? No, because uh, you know, like in Japan, no. you go and they've got the all best these... thing about Japan. Oh, I love that. It's and, like, oh, and their menus have pictures. It's like this is this is what you want. I want to see the food. I don't want to read a story about it. Yeah. And whatever you order, 
from Japan, whatever restaurant, it could be a good restaurant or bad restaurant. If they have the picture in the menu or the display out front, it looks just if like you it. order that, it's yeah. coming exactly like that's that. That's exactly what you get. Yeah. That's what you're getting. Yeah, they don't do the bait and switch out there. They're no. just like, no, no, this is this is what it looks like. This is what yeah. you'll eat. They really it's don't. It's the best, man. And but they understand like you eat with your eyes. You don't. You don't. You know. That's you want to see what you're eating. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. I. That's so. The food. I mean, there's so much good food here, but like the way we consume food is so dumb. I know. So dumb. Man, I'm. I can't wait to go back to Japan. Yeah. I'm getting my second uh, Pfizer shot on Monday. Nice. So I'll be fully vaxxed. Hell yeah, man. Sooner than later. Yep. Yep. But yeah, Costa Rica is amazing. I, what, I mean, just, I spent two weeks there, a little over two weeks, half of the time out in the jungle, like literally like rented a house off of Airbnb, like in the middle of the jungle, the top of a mountain, like an infinity pool overlooking the ocean in the jungle, like. There's wow. fucking monkeys and shit crawling all over the house. Like it, you give them fresh bananas off of the banana tree every morning. Um, Seriously? Amazing. Yeah. Monkeys yeah. like that. Yeah. In the jungle. I mean, like I said, like it was just in the jungle. Yeah. Like there's no, there was no roads at that time. I think they were, they were going to put in roads right after we left, but there were no roads. And uh, yeah, there'd be, I mean, just like the craziest bugs you've ever seen, like just weird rainbow color bugs stuck to the side of the house. And then, yeah, like Kwati Mundi, like those little kind of raccoon panda looking things and monkeys and like spider monkeys or and you'd hear howler monkeys all the time. Um, it was so nuts, kinda, dude. You kind of got me with the, the bugs that are rainbow colored on the windows. They weren't in the house, though. Like they weren't inside. Um, but like, yeah, just, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't I don't do well. You don't, with, you don't uh, fuck with bugs. I don't do well with insects. It's I'm like, not a fan. I, it's like, I respect y'all. I know yeah. you, you're, you're here. Mother nature's got you here for a reason. Sure. But just do, but just do that shit outside of where I'm at. You stay I, I, outside. Don't come in here. If I see you in here, it's going to be scorched earth. I, I will destroy a room. Yeah. And fucking kill a bug, especially spiders. Fuck spiders, well, man. I agree. I, I 100% agree. And I will say like, they all stayed outside. There was none in the house. Um, but, you know, it's a tropical island. Um, so, like, half yeah. the time there, and it was amazing. Just everybody's so nice and friendly. And uh, and then the second half of the trip, we we stayed at a place in, um, oh, now I can't remember the name of the little town. Damn, I feel like an asshole. It's Deca. No. But it, the town was <laughs> kind of similar to like a like a I just made that shit up. I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> like a like a clean and friendly TJ. Kind of like that. I forgot the name of the okay. town all of a sudden. Yeah. Um and that was awesome too. Like even though like it was total shock going from just like peaceful jungle life to like a little city with cars and you know shit. But um it was great. Like we found a local bar where we could go and drink every night and it was just fucking awesome, man. I, I recommend Costa Rica to everybody. It's cheap to get there. It's close. Um, and you'll have an amazing time. Yeah, I've been wanting to go to Costa Rica ever since uh, you went. Because I, I remember, live, you know. I would live there. Yeah, like when you, when you told me about your experience there, I was like, damn, that sounds like something I could get down with. Except for, for sure. the bugs. Yeah. But as long as they don't come inside, I'm good. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, you um, it's great. It's great. Uh, um, all right, do you want to get into. Uh, let's do it. Some of these entertainments. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Where are we going to start? We got two two main topics, right? 
we got two main topics. We're going to be discussing uh, the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and uh, the abomination. Oh, excuse me. Mortal I mean, Kombat. I mean, Mortal Kombat on HBO, <laughs> on HBO Max. Not, not to bury the lead. Not to bury the lead. <laughs> but uh, no, I leave it up to you where you want to start. I mean, I can. Um, and I, and, well, I, and I'm, I actually made notes, brother. I prepared for this for this podcast. Very serious, very serious. I made notes for this. I guess it just depends if we want to start on a positive note or end on a positive note. Well, see that okay, so that is a supposition to make you think that I thought that Falcon and Winter Soldier was a positive. Okay, good. I I didn't either. (laughs) Uh, And I actually have a okay. Okay, so let's just let's just start with Falcon and Winter Soldier since we're there. Okay. Oh, that's perfect because that's how I laid it out in my All right. my notes here. All right. Yeah. Okay, so I know last episode when we were talking about the last two uh, episodes six and seven, five and six. Five. Uh, no, uh, four and five. Four because and five. Six is, oh, yeah, six, six is, is the, the last. Yeah. When we were talking about four and five, we actually didn't finish talking about the episode. B and I ended up chatting a little bit after we ended the episode. And we said a couple more things, but ultimately, like the episodes were okay, and then it led into the finale, where it's ultimately going to culminate in uh, a fight between the Flag Smashers uh, and Falcon and Bucky and uh, U.S. Agent, and that's it, right? Right, but we did not know that us agent was going to show up, but we right. definitely knew that it was going to be a confrontation between, uh, the flag smashers and winter soldier and Falcon. Uh, but yeah, that's where we left off. They were doing like a meeting. They were going to yes. be voting on some accord to deal with the, uh, what was it? The GRC. Right. Uh, is that right? The GRC? The yeah, 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 it is global, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Something. Commission. Yeah. I, yeah. I forget. I never. Yeah. So this is an issue I've had with definitely all, all of the Marvel TV shows and some of the Marvel movies were, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, like we were nervous if they were going to be able to stick the landing. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> they did not they, really they stick did the not. landing. They did not. Something I was thinking about, like while they I was did, watching, They didn't fuck it up, though. They didn't no. completely fuck it up. No, it's not but, Iron Fist or something. But it's definitely, oh, hell no, hell no, not Iron Fist. They didn't stick the landing. They dismounted wobbled yeah. a hell of a ton <laughs> but were able to keep their balance right and but it's still that's a lot of points so th- this whole show has been teetering on they've been walking the line between like the quality that daredevil season one and jessica jones season one and and the punisher series they've been walking the line of that quality and then on the other right on the other side of the line is like the CW DC shows. Like oh, of that wow. level of like kind of cheesiness wow. and kind of whackness, like Power Rangery. And the first few episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I felt like they're more leaning toward Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones. But these last <laughs> couple episodes, like, no, nah, they stepped over to the CW side. Yeah, I I would actually even go as far as to say, it, you know, the whole, you know, pulling in the CW comparison is a good one. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of the CW shows, but what I have seen, I definitely saw. Yeah. In a couple of these episodes. Uh, so for me, like this, like, like as a, taking this show totally 
Um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's not great. This is not a great show. And honestly, I don't think there was there was an episode outside of what. No, that, that's not true. I was going to say there's not there there was there was not an episode that that kind of went beyond great into like fantastic. Right. Outside of that. the outside of the episode with the Dora Milaje. I thought that for me was like the best episode in this entire uh, series. But barring that, look, it was, it's been good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it never became better. Like it started yeah. good and it ended okay. poorly, but taking the six episodes together, like given the, uh, what do you call it when you're in school of uh, the, uh, the curve, if you're grading on uh-huh. the curve, uh-huh. I would say this is like a B minus show. Sure. And I think that's fair. That, that's not bad. Yeah. And it's that's not, like not that's bad. Like a, no. And that's, and that's not bad. I think, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like in today's environment, if a show isn't the best, it's also the worst. Right. Oh, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't, I don't ascribe to that. It's like, no, no, I mean, there are shows that are, that definitely rise above the rest. Yeah. There are shows in the middle. There are shows that are maybe slightly above the middle. Yeah. And then there are shows after that that are just like, you know, bad to fuck you. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, and it's, a, it's a spectrum, like everything else in the world. Like yeah. There's just tons of shade and light and you can, you know, yeah. But yeah, yeah I it, mean, it, yeah, go ahead. And, and no, I was going to say, and I think this show, like taking all these six episodes um, and we'll get into it, I know, but I, I would say that. When I first when the, when the when the show first started and it was announced that it was only six episodes, I was like, "That's great," you know. I'm yeah. I'm tired of the whole thirteen episode, ten episode. Like, if you got six, I'm taking it on on faith that you have enough time to tell the story you want to tell. Yeah, with no fat. With no fat. Yeah. Uh, by the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, I realized that they did not have the time they needed. To tell their story, yeah, maybe they needed a seventh, uh, at least. So again, it's one of those things. Where, like I appreciate if you can, if you can if you can tell a story, and like look, I'm not a I'm not a whore for like episode count. Yeah, for me, it's like if you figure out your story, and then you plan it in a way that can tell that story consistently from beginning to end, that doesn't. Uh, truncate or you know lead to a rushed feeling by the end yeah so whether that's six episodes seven eight ten thirteen fourteen whatever it's like i'm not gonna be mad about the count if i can look back and say all these episodes were needed just give me a good overall experience yeah like wanda vision fumbled the the landing or fumble the land. I'm mixing metaphors. It, uh, it, it mistook the landing. Yeah. It, it didn't stick the landing. This one didn't stick the landing, but they all start so strong, which leads me to believe just as so, and you know, like as someone who creates things, your initial spark of inspiration and idea is going to be amazing. Cause that's the thing. Yeah. And then the hard work comes after that, after, of actually yeah. like crafting it and making it something worthwhile and coherent and Marvel with the TV shows, especially sometimes with the movies, but definitely with the TV shows really struggles with getting past the initial spark of inspiration phase. Yeah. The idea for WandaVision is amazing. The idea for Falcon and winter soldier is not, it's not groundbreaking, but it's great. 
and they just i don't know man like they they waste time and then they don't have time for the shit that is needed and that yeah the shit that's needed the shit that matters yeah like you can't make a six episode show and have like three villains like they have the u.s agent the flag smashers and the power broker like you can't you can't tell a worthwhile story you can barely get in one good villain story in six episodes and they're yeah. trying to do three and it's like all right it was it was it was one of those things where they were uh, trying to set up like this 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 first season was just a setup to everything else that they want to do and that's another which, problem I have with Marvel no, but, in general but the thing is like I get that I mean sure. that's but that is Marvel that is comic books like and I'm and I'm yeah. on board with that it's like every like I look at every episode as like an issue an issue yeah. that I pick up at a comic book store I read it and it's got a cliffhanger I'm like okay sure. I can't wait till next month I can you know, get the next issue and see how the story goes. Um, but yeah, but to go back to what you were saying about, you know, they've got like with WandaVision and and this show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the hook is there. Yeah. They got a great hook. Great. And it hooks people in, but it's it's one of those things like, okay, the hook's in the water. Everybody's ready for this. But by the end of it, you pull the hook out. And there ain't no fish on that motherfucker. Yeah, or it's like and a tiny like, little one. Oh, or a tiny, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a tiny little yeah. one. Yeah, or it's like a boot. <laughs> or a boot. Yeah. And I kind of feel, I mean, I I thought that, that WandaVision ended better than... Uh, no, no, I, 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 I have I, problems I with it too, but I yeah. think Wanda uh, ended better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. If Fal for... Falcon oh, Go ahead, Falcon no, yeah. and Winter Soldier almost felt like it almost felt like we watched episodes one through five and then there were like two episodes that they threw away and then gave you a finale. Like it just felt like they want you to jump the leap. They make this leap of like emotional connection and like uh, storytelling beats. They, they want you to make that leap so they can just wrap it up quickly. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't feel anything for anything that was happening i just i the the girl what's her name the flag uh, smasher kaylee 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 uh her Who name I, is uh aaron something it's aaron eckhart <laughs> two-face from uh dark knight um so she was a character i liked earlier in the show but then by the end i didn't not i didn't just not like her because she turned I didn't care about her. Like it, she didn't matter to me. And same thing like us agent. I never really connected with, but like he just kind of felt like a whiny little bitch to me and I didn't care about him either. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then the power broker stuff was just kind of like, like I knew right when they introduced the girl from the Captain Sharon, America movies, Sharon, Sharon Carter, like I knew pretty quickly, like, Oh, she's, she's the, she's a bad guy. I didn't know she was going to be the power broker, but I was like, Oh, she's a bad guy. But that was the thing that everybody kind of deduced as soon as they reintroduced her Magipur, where it's like, yeah. well, she's obviously probably the power broker. And then it was like, which I'm not mad about. Which I'm not no, mad it's about. It's fine. I don't. It's care. like, look, it's... if it makes sense, it makes sense. Like just yeah. because it's an obvious tell, it's like that's not. I'm not holding that against it. Okay, so let's lay out the the, sh the episode. So it's basically just the fight. Like that's essentially all it's all it is. It's this fight between them. But like. Okay, before we get into that, because yeah. the, okay, so the episode does start, yeah, with the fight. It's uh, episode five ends with Sam opening up that crate that he got from Bucky that he got from Wakanda. Okay, and so we, that's what we talked about that off air. 
We do, yeah. Uh, was it was that was off air? I thought I that th- was. I, th- I think we ended the episode and then had like a PS that we didn't didn't record. But I okay. thought it was going to be a Captain America suit, and you thought it was going to be new wings. And yeah, it was both. It was both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so this yeah. So episode six basically starts with the attack. You know, uh, uh, Carly and her flag smashers are going to disrupt this meeting that the GRC is about to have, and so we're just right into the shit of it. Which again, like, don't mind that. I thought that was right. cool. Sure, you know, you know, like, don't waste time. Let's just get into it. Um, I, so yeah, you were right about the the costume that he was gonna be the cap costume, and then the other wings, whatever. What did you think of that? What do you think about that costume? I didn't like it. It's awful. I didn't like it at all. Speaking of like CW Power Rangers type, yeah, it 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 was comical. I, I didn't like it, and I know it's the same costume that he wore in the comics. Um, but for it's me, black. and I and I and I know, like, because it it looks it looks on par with what you know Captain America, you know Chris Evans, what he wore, or what uh, uh, the the fake the faux yeah. Captain America wore. My problem with it after because I, I watched the episode like twice. Okay, and I'm like, why don't I like this costume so much? Because it's it's pretty much the same kind of shit that everybody else is wearing yeah it's the colors it's the white it's too particular. much white yeah so it's it's, white. it's so bright yeah the brightness of it uh really threw me absolutely and, um, and, it, and it looks really thick like there's a, a bunch of layers on it, it it's too thick and, and yeah. yeah the white is just like and I, and I think because of the white because of the white uh those, those the play uh the the accents of it where it yeah it makes the suit look bulkier and yeah. faker yeah then the other uh outfits because i mean i'm a fast forward like by the end of the episode you see u.s agent get his new gear and even his other gear that he wore in the episode i'm like that should make sense yeah like that color scheme it needs a darker uh color tone yeah but all that white in there it just it just made it and like you said it, it stood out to me like this is some uh mighty Morphin power ranger type shit absolutely it, it, it's just so hokey and i i don't know what they were thinking like with all the other i now I'll, I'll say this like for the most part i'm not a fan of the mcu uh suit designs i usually don't like them i'm also not a fan of most of the dc suit designs i just yeah. in general i don't think any of them are very good um like they're really busy and weird and they just don't make a lot of sense. I want them to be different from the books because you can't directly translate the books to fill. It just doesn't work. It, it works on the page. It would not work in real life. Yeah. Um, like a great example of that is in WandaVision on that Halloween episode, she's dressed in her like comic book costume. Right. Yeah. The original so you, Scarlet. Witch. Yeah. And so yeah. you can see it and you're like, oh, it would be ridiculous if this were her real costume. Yeah. But now I'll say that her, like when she finally gets the Scarlet Witch costume, I thought that's actually one of the first design, one of the only designs, Marvel suit designs that I actually really liked. I thought, oh, that this looks good. But yeah, like this Falcon one is like, even within the show, it doesn't make sense. It, it, it stands out. Even within the show, it stands out as odd. Like yeah, it doesn't it, fit with the other characters. It just looks gaudy. Gaudy. Mm. And... And now, now, now I've just thought about this. Like, bear in mind, like, so, so he got this, this outfit from Wakanda. 
Right. And it's not made this out is, of anything special. This is what they chose? Yeah. I don't believe that at all. It's like Agreed. Agreed. Look at how the Black Panther was, you know, his outfit, the Dora Milaje. Yeah. It's like, so you're telling me that they, the wings are the wings. That's fine. Sure. But that they, like, like Siri or whoever, like, what, what, is that what the sister's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she okayed this costume choice? And, like, and it's like the he's the first black Captain America. They give him no African influence, nothing. They're nothing. Like, no, 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 make it like like he's the whitest white 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 guy ever that's ever existed. And like even you though said, like they made such a point to be like, it's the first black Captain America. This is a kind of a huge deal. And then like no no no, we don't want to we don't want to show any of that. I I think they probably used the color scheme because of that. Right. To kind of add the juxtaposition of the 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 skin. Okay. underneath the costume versus the white i still sure. don't like it but i'm yeah. saying maybe that's what they were going for yeah but then to your point it's like also it's like this came from wakanda so this thing's not even made out of vibranium yeah it's like, like you couldn't give me a suit that <laughs> that that black panther had like you just made me this chintzy yeah. gaudy fucking look it looks like something from a halloween city yes you and know it's, and it's like the the wings party, are, city, party city party city yeah um there's a halloween one the, the wings are more sleek and they're faster. Like they open and close faster. He doesn't have to have a big backpack. Great. I'm with that. But yeah, it's like all of your amazing design, like your whole country has like this crazy sleek futuristic design. Black Panther's costume had like a helmet that could just like vaporize and then materialize out of nothing. Yeah. And yeah. And you give me this like big bulky Burlington coat factory suit. <laughs> <laughs> they gave, they, they gave Sam a fucking uh, Halloween outfit. Yes, absolutely. An expensive absolutely. one, but it looks expensive. like a Halloween outfit. Yeah. It's like, if you go back and you watch like um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, which I really do not like, but it's I don't like, either. I don't they're either. They're awful. Everybody talks about them like they're good now. It's so ridiculous. They were good at the time. They were good at the, at the time. Yeah, but they were not, good. Not, not not even good. They were acceptable at the okay. time. Yeah, that's fair. But that but was like, before it, we've seen what we got now. So. Yeah, but if you look at the suit, then it's like really thick, and um, it just, it just looks bizarre. It looks yeah. bizarre, and that's I felt like this too, and and yeah, I just kept thinking like this looks like I haven't really seen Supergirl other than clips like the CW show. Yeah, but this it looks like it belongs in that show. Yeah. It, yeah, he honestly like uh, Anthony Mackie just looked. It, it it looked like somebody was filming something at like San, you know Comic Con, San Diego yes. Comic Con. Yes, like I just like it, it was hard for me to buy him walking around in that suit. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, I, Marvel is. I love I love the MCU. I like this show. I didn't yeah. like this new outfit. And honestly, if I'm being real, I didn't even like his original Falcon outfit. No, it was kind of whack but, too. Yeah, it was whack. But, but at least it kind of made sense. Like, oh, he's just a soldier. It's just a suit. You don't you with the original Falcon suit, you didn't pay attention to it though. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you're right. It didn't yeah. matter. It didn't yeah. matter. But like so in this, like they have this big fight, and I found the fighting really boring too. I couldn't get into the fight scene itself. Like there are some cool Falcon moments again. Like they do use the suit well, like the wings have a purpose other than flying which i appreciate it's the best part of the fight scenes because i agree with you like yeah. i was very lit down with the uh the choreography of like the action scenes outside of the inventive ways that they utilize the wings yeah to kind of like there was this one shot where man I, he sam was being hit with some oh carly was attacking him 
and he used the wings to absorb the blast, yes. like the wings, like oh yeah, like they like uh, they made a foundation him. for him, yeah, and it was yeah. like boom. So I was like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, but yeah, it it just, and then like everybody's just cool with the U.S. agent at the end. So the the fight ends. They obviously win. Sam has to like chase a helicopter and get someone out of the helicopter. And I thought that I that, that was the that, best action yeah, scene when he contacts the woman inside. Yeah. Through his, you know, computer, or whatever network, he founds, finds out that one of the women who's being kidnapped on this helicopter can fly a helicopter. So he texts her or something or he, he yeah, he's, yeah, he, he sent her. Yeah, he I, I guess. Yeah, he, te- he basically texted her. Yeah, he texted her. And he was like, uh, you know, in three seconds, count to three and then grab the I think it was five. I think it was five. count to five, five and control the helicopter. Yeah, counts to five and then. He like flies through the door, grabs the guy out and takes him. And then she grabs the stick. That was a great moment. It's a great moment that, for a comic book. Great moment for an action movie. It was great. That was the, that was the best uh, part of the action. Yeah. Of the, of the entire first half of this episode, which honestly like took up what, like 25 minutes. It was a long of the first piece yeah, of, the, of the first half, like 25, 30 minutes of the, of this episode was all action i'm putting yeah. i'm using air quotations <laughs> uh but that was like the one thing that i thought was clever and like oh that's cool yeah uh you know what I, th- I was thinking about the first introduction we had because not only does you know falcon seem kind of lame and boring in this in the this episode but like bucky does too and i think back to winter soldier when he was introduced and civil war and he was just so fucking badass, Bucky was. And in this last episode, he just felt regular. He didn't feel special. He didn't feel like the Winter Soldier. He just felt, I don't know, he was just boring as fuck. I couldn't differentiate between him and the Flag Smashers and the U.S. agent. It was just kind of like a wash of mediocre. Of super soldiers just fighting each other? Yeah, it, it made, I, there were no stakes. It didn't matter. I... I didn't feel that harshly about uh, Bucky in this because, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. Right. You know, he is a different guy from when we first saw him. Uh, I actually think that, you know, uh, Sebastian Stan, you know, uh, Winter Soldier, Bucky, I think he's probably been the most consistent character throughout the show. As in terms his, of his arc, I think. His yeah. arc, yeah. His arc, you know, yeah. Um, but not so, the fighting. But but again, yeah, I mean, yeah, his his scenes in this battle, the opening uh 25, 30 minutes of this fight, uh, were lackluster yeah. for sure, especially because of all the things that we've seen him in previously, including this series. Um, it was almost like he was just put to the sidelines. And yeah, it's like it's like, come on, man. Like he's fighting these these flag smashers, and and again, I th- I don't know, I might have said this in last last episode where I'm like, you are a trained fucking uh assassin yeah i know you, you're not being controlled anymore but you definitely know how to fight more than these exactly these uh he, flag smash you only have the serum but do not have any of the training exactly i'm like he, this should be quick work for you he like, may not have like the intent to kill everybody he this the skill sets are still there the skill and sets are still there yeah like just a few years prior to this he fucking thought he fought thanos and like i mean come on like the the caliber the the differentiation between the caliber of these guys is so huge the yeah. fact that like 
that the fact that these guys, Bucky or Winter Soldier and Falcon, had trouble with any of them is is silly. Yeah, it it was it was, and that was a big thing that I had throughout. Where I'm like, I just don't buy this because, like you just yeah. said, it's like we've seen these guys deal with bigger threats. Yeah, and granted, I know that the Flag Smashers like they got the serum, but again, it's like okay, you got the serum, motherfucker. Uh, I got it too, right. and I've been murking fools for like almost you know however many years it was. Yeah. Um, and I and, went through uh Thanos and his goons, and, and Winter you were Soldier- nothing to me. Winter Soldier fought Captain America. He fought Black Panther. Like, yeah, and he was. They were. It was. It was equal there too. And they so stood like, pat. Yeah, they stood yeah. pat with that. Where it's like, and so now you're telling me that now these guys are a threat. It's like, no, I didn't buy it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, no, these fights should be over like that. This be like a John Wick fight. It's yes. like, no, no. You think you're good? The serum. Yes, you got to pump it through your veins, but you don't know how to fight. You don't know how to fight, and you don't you have don't the experience I have. Like you're not that guy. Yeah, I'm the it's one. Like, you're strong and all this, but you know what? So am I, and I got the skill. And so, again, and that didn't even matter too, because when, uh, what's his name, um, U.S. agent, when he was yeah, not John, was John not, Walker, John Walker, John Walker, thank you. When he was not a super soldier, he was still fighting with the Flag Smashers, who were super soldiers. Yeah. So it's like they just they had no kind of concept of or continuity between. The power scales. Yeah, the power scales. It was just, it was just, well, whatever suits the scene, and we'll just go with that. Yeah. So you can't, and it's like, I don't care what movie it is, if you don't, whatever rules you create, you have to obey. You gotta whatever be consistent. They are, you just gotta be consistent. You gotta be consistent. You brought up John Wick, and like, I've said this before, but the genius of that series is they don't define the rules. Yeah. So they can constantly alter them, constantly change them, constantly bring in new elements, and you're with it because it's so loosely defined. They just sketch an outline, and then you accept it all because they don't they don't because, base it in reality. Yeah, and because, like you said, because and they don't base it in reality, and they have not created strict uh, like rules. Yeah, for, so it, it could be whatever they want, and you're just yeah. like, okay, cool, as long as it's kind of like in line with the vibe that's what john wick gets by on is like yep. they've created an amazing vibe and obviously great choreography and blah 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 and cool interesting story but like it's just the vibe that you're going with but in these they do not do that they're basing everything in reality and then saying like yes but there are like magical moments or magical people but these two guys one of them they're not magical but they're both like expert superheroes yeah yeah. And then they're just like, they just didn't care about it. It's, it's really, it's an odd, I don't know, man. Yeah. It, just, that, that, it, it fumbled. It, it did. Um, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you, br- you brought up John Walker a bit ago. Uh, so now he's got, he's got the serum in him already. Um, so the one thing that I, that I do like about like his fight scenes are that you totally see the dichotomy, dichotomy between how he fights with the shield versus sam because when john walker is fighting with that shield like he's using it offensively yeah like he's using it to like decapitate or to like he's using he uses the shield as like almost a sword yeah but then when you see sam he uses like captain america did you know steve rogers like as a defensive mechanism that's true you know and i thought that was a nice touch that they did because, like, cause I, again, I, I noticed on the second time that I watched where it's like, you know, when you see John Walker fighting, like, he's throwing that thing, trying to lop off heads. Yeah. Into just, and he's, like, stabbing at fools with the shield. Yeah. 
Uh, That's true. But Sam is just like, no, I'm gonna use this to you know block the fan, and I use everything else to uh, right. combat you. Right. So I did think that was a nice touch. And there's some weird elements, like you know, there's a part where Falcon is flying, and he gets like thrown into like a building or something and he crashes into it again this doesn't make any sense he's just a human he's not a super soldier he's just a guy so it doesn't make any sense like it's not like like you could say the same thing about iron man like tony stark is just a guy in a suit every time that suit crashed to earth he should be fucking liquid no but but he but he's in he's in an iron suit yeah but like okay but but the physics if you're falling but it's an iron come to a complete suit. If I it's an you- iron suit developed by <laughs> Dark Industries. It is better than any other type of suit. Come on, okay. brother. Okay. Come on. Okay. But again, like the physics don't really matter because it's <laughs> it's a magical world. Fine. But yeah. you can buy it with Iron Man because he's completely covered in a suit. So like you can yeah. you can make the illogical jump and just you can make the conceit and be like, oh, fine, he's fine. But in this with Falcon, it it doesn't work. Because his he's not in a suit. He's just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, essentially. So it's like every time that he like crashes into something, you're like, no, no. Unless he's cocooning in the wings. No. You, yeah. now, he's he's now basically it wearing matter. Yeah, uh he's basically wearing uh are you familiar with Seinfeld and the, the puppy shirt episode? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like he's wearing a puffy shirt. He's wearing a puffy shirt. <laughs> with, with stars and stripes. He's like totally. that's it, with wings that come out. Totally. Uh yeah. <sighs> So this is how the episode goes. They they ultimately win. Uh, Falcon saves the people in the helicopter that the flag smashers wanted to kill, so they couldn't vote. Very. He gets a nice hero moment when he, because uh, Carly tries to tip over that that armored yes. car with the senators in it, and nobody can save him. Like uh, John Walker tries to, which again, like, and, I, and I'm sure we'll get to him, but I, it's rushed. But I'm I'm not upset with how they have handled John Walker's character. Uh, yeah. The rushing aside, I think he's a guy that was ill fit to be Captain America. But I think the show has done a good job of letting of letting the viewers know that look, he's not a complete degenerate. Like he's not yeah. a bad person. He's just a flawed, a very yeah. a, a deeply flawed person. But he does know right from wrong. And and and, and you're right. You're right. And 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 to that point, like. They did illustrate that better in this last episode when, you know, he does show up. He has like a homemade Captain America shield that gets destroyed very quickly. And he's like, oh, OK. Which is but hilarious. It gets very deep funny. Shit, like tinfoil. Very funny. Like- yeah. But like when he sees Sam being Captain America, you can see it that like he recognized. And it was a good acting moment for him, for uh, yeah. John Walker. I forgot. Kurt Russell's sons, whatever his name uh, is. Something. Uh, Kyle Wyatt. Wyatt. Something. Wyatt. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Russell. Wyatt yeah. Russell. There's a good acting moment for him where like you can see on his face that he realizes that he is unfit to be Captain America yeah. and he can see why. Like he he sees it. Like, oh, okay, this is why I'm not Captain America. Right. Um And I thought that was a good scene where he's trying yeah. to, you know, uh keep that armored uh car from uh tipping over with I mean he's just by himself, even with his uh you know, super soldier serum. Although I think Captain America probably would have been able to do it. Yeah. But uh but it was, uh, you know, Sam coming in to save the day, uh, which honestly, now that I think about it, it makes less sense. Like, shouldn't he was so far away too? shouldn't shouldn't. <laughs> but I also think that shouldn't uh, John have been strong enough to lift 
Oh no, no, he got attacked. That's why he. That's why he couldn't do. Oh, it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he was he got down attacked. on the ground. He was down on the ground. He was. He was like trying to. He was in the act of uh, pulling it from going over the edge. But then the other uh, random flag smashers attacked him. Okay, and so, he fell to the ground. So the senators or whomever are in this armored van, and some of them are in this helicopter. They were put there because there was like a, an attack made on the building they were in in an effort to drive them out and get them to be evacuated so that they could attack them in the vehicles they were being evacuated in. Fine. It's a little, it's a bit of a walk, but great. Yeah. There's a moment where they're all in the vehicle and then an undercover flag smasher or someone sympathetic to the cause, a guard who has a fucking machine gun on him, like attaches like a thing to lock the door so you can't open the doors. Right? Yeah. Okay. So he is sympathetic to their, he, he is a, he is either a super soldier flag smasher or he just believes in what they're doing and he wants to kill all these senators. They're all literally sitting in the back of a truck. Why didn't he just shoot them all? He literally had a gun in his hand. They yeah. were all sitting there and instead he was just like, all right, bye guys. And he closed the door well, and puts this thing to lock it. It was just well, like, because I mean, he was around other people that maybe were not sympathetic so to the cause. They already established though that like, the flag smashers will kill themselves for the cause. That, yeah, that's what I mean he, by the inconsistency he, of this shit. But but that but okay, I will defend the show on this point. <laughs> it's like he he was sympathetic to the cause, but not so much into the cause that he's willing to risk his pension and whatever benefits he has from his job. <laughs> his, so he's like, look, pension. I'm gonna. Hey, I'll Kyle, do what look, I can. I'd, I'd mark these fools, but I got a 401k, and you know I've been putting yeah. a lot into it. They've been matching it. it they've he been probably like got eighty percent matching. So. He's probably got kids. And look, I'm I'm sympathetic, but at the same yeah. time, like I can't just kill all you motherfuckers. Guys. My coworkers behind me, and I don't want to kill them. So it's like <laughs> I'll just yeah, I I can let that slide. I don't know that that whole like we got to evacuate them, and then Sam and Bucky being like, no, don't evacuate them. It, that whole thing it was just so sloppy. It was. It was. There's just a bunch of this shit that's just it's just lazy writing. It's just sloppy lazy writing. It feels like. I don't know who they're getting to write this shit, but it just feels like outside of, like I just said, like outside of the initial idea and concept of these shows, they don't have a lot going on. Like they kind of rely, excuse me, they kind of rely on the strength of the goodwill they've built over the last whatever fucking 10 years of these, of this universe. Yeah. And then the acting ability of the main characters like that's all they're kind of resting the charisma of the cast but, but and that's it it's like your love for them will get you through the fact that the writing isn't that good it's not it's not horrible but it's just not that good i, I didn't think well that, yeah i agree i agree i've got not, i'm not going to disagree with you um i do think that the writing of the show writ large was good it's just this final episode yeah they it just everything just felt it was just rushed yeah Rush to the point where it just, I mean, I hate to say this and I'm, I don't, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but you know, in terms of like how it share, how, how a show ends, I was really getting like Game of Thrones vibes yeah, absolutely. from this. Absolutely. With, so, such a good, yeah. Great. Where, where it was just, they, they knew that this was the last episode and they were like, well, we got to wrap all these different plot threads up. <laughs> And they did so in such rapid fashion yeah. that I actually watched it. I, I, I woke up the first, my first uh, viewing, I woke up that Friday at like 730 
first thing I did, I got some making coffee and I, I watched it. And like, I just laughed. Yeah. Uh, throughout most of it. And yeah. just how fast things were moving. Exactly. And I was like, whoa, like this show, just, <laughs> like yeah. you just sped through at least two episodes worth of content in the span of one. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I've been with you up from every episode prior. And it's like, how do you, I mean, you know, we're going to feel a certain way about this. It's like you, I mean, they just race through things. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, like, I think having watched the episode twice now, I'm, I'm more thinking that they spent way too much time on that opening attack. Yeah. For sure. And they, and they could have cut that. That could have been 10 to hopefully allow more time for some of the other things they wanted yeah. to also uh put through in the in the episode. Yeah. Um because it was I I laughed. I'm like, you know, when Sam at the end of the whole attack at the beginning of the senators or you know, saving them from Carly and her flag smashers. Um, and then Sam does this, and I swear to God, it's like, I'm like, what is this? Uh uh, don't be a menace. We're drinking <laughs> the, the juice in the hood. The juice in the hood. Yeah. He does this message yeah. where he's out there talking to the senators and everything. Yeah. You call them terrorists and da da da. And and I and I'm like, okay, well, yes, like the the words that you're saying, Sam, I obviously I get you. But the placement of it and just yeah. how <laughs> convenient the whole setup was. Yeah. It just felt like I just I I was like Keenan Ivory Wayne's popped up message yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it just felt so forced to me yeah i 100 percent. and and like you i was like yeah everything he's saying i agree with <laughs> like yeah, yeah of course true. yeah um but just it but, was like an exposition dump for the ages and for, so yeah so heavy-handed I yeah mean, a, lot of the, a lot of the show has been a little bit heavy-handed but like it hasn't gone on for five minutes it's you know it's you know 30 seconds of a handy heavy-handed yeah. message You're like okay but yeah, it was like, yeah, like you said, it was just this massive exposition dump about right and wrong and, you know, perspective. And like, I get that's the point of the show. I get it. Like, yeah. we all get it. And and I agree with the message. I agree. But but it is it, you just said it. Uh, lazy writing. Yeah. There was not a better way to incorporate this scene in a because it just felt so obvious and yeah. like uh, obligatory. And you're going to do and you're really going to do it like in the rubble of the event with the cameras around and the, you know, citizens gathered around. It's like the ending of Luke Cage was like that. Like, every, you know, so many movies are like the good guy is standing over the bad guy in the middle of the street. The entire city crowds around and the good guy gives a rousing speech. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, if, Fucking hell guys. I, I rolled my eyes and I was like, man, I expected better from Marvel yeah. with this. It, it just felt lazy. Yeah. And, yeah, it just felt lazy. I was really disappointed about that. I'm like, Marvel's, come on. Marvel's biggest problem, and I've been saying this for a long time, is that they're, they're putting out too much stuff and you can't make everything worthwhile when you're constantly doing it. It's just impossible. It's like, Louis C.K. for a while was, I mean, he's one of the greatest comedians who's ever lived. I mean, I know, you know, whatever. He masturbated in front of people. Great. Who cares? Um <laughs> like, you know I mean? those women cared some of them didn't most of them didn't yeah, <laughs> i'm not yeah. saying it's cool i've never done it. i know i, mean, I know I, I know unless, I know, unless a woman I know. asked me to do it but like i don't anyway 
like Dave Chappelle said, just bitch, hang up the phone. It's not that big of a deal. I would, um, I would say though, before you get to your point, I'm like, man, like the 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 courage and the balls and the confidence on this guy to just whip out his dick and start jerking <laughs> in front of people. Well, like, to be I fair, ne- he asked. He would ask. Oh, <laughs> I, can I jerk off in front of you? And some of them said yes. Most of them said yes. I'm I would never. It's cool. Like it's not cool. It's not cool. It was not cool. It's but not I'm cool. just saying, for me personally, when I found out about the story, I'm like. I was just like in awe of his confidence. Like I would not yeah. be confident in the least to just whip out my dick in front of like random well, it, it, female it, strangers. I don't think it had anything to do with confidence. It's like some sort of self humiliation thing that, that oh, cause I oh. can't imagine like, yeah. And I okay. get, I get the idea of like the power struggle and dynamic. I totally get it. it. It wasn't always the case in these situations. He was equal with a lot of these, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is yeah, yeah, he's, one of, he's one of the greatest <laughs> comedians of all time. And for a while he was putting out a special a year, a new hour every year, which is amazing. It's an amazing feat of work. Most people don't do that. Most comedians, it's like five years, 10 years. Some comedians, whatever, Jay Leno, Jerry Seinfeld, they come up with an act and they've been doing the same act since the fucking 80s. The same act. Yeah. And there's, you know, add a few new jokes here and there. But that's it. That's their act. That's their set. It, that's their bread and butter. That's it. So Louis was doing this, putting out a new hour, just fucking every year, just coming with the best stand-up from anybody in, in the industry every year. And then after a while, I heard him go like he was going to stop doing that. And he was going to take like a few years in between because he realized that after that initial burst of it, when he's putting out content so fast, there's no way to fine tune it. There's no way to make it better. Whatever it is, it's what it is. So you're going to have weak moments. You're going to have very superficial moments. And that's what I feel Marvel has been doing with their output for the last few years, where it's just like mass. I mean, just fucking crank this. Let's milk this cow until we can't. So in that, you're going to have some batches that are great. like. um you know, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, whatever, a handful of really great, you know, Civil War and shit Infinity like that. Infinity War, Endgame. Infinity War, Endgame, right. You're going to have these like really strong, powerful moments, but you're going to also have a lot of bullshit. Like I, when it came out, I was really into it just because of my excitement that one of my favorite characters had a movie, but Doctor Strange is not very good. And, you know, a lot of these shows aren't very good. You know, I haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I hear it's not that great. But Don't, like, well, okay, okay, so, okay. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cannot be lumped into what we're talking okay, fine. about. Okay, fine. With the but, MCU. But, but then you get Iron Fist, Defenders, the second that's, half they, of Luke they Cage. Can't, they can't be lumped in either because that's separate. That it's, is like... Uh, it's, it's, it's tangentially separate. separate. It's not really separate. Well, no, I mean, it's separate in the sense that, like, the people that are in, that were involved with those Netflix shows... And look, Daredevil was great. The first season. Most of it. The first season it. is um, incredible. Incredible, yeah. But, yeah. Those, but that was... Uh, done by the tv side which was sure i think it was like jeff Loeb, the guy who was in charge of uh uh shield right so i don't yeah i don't compare those shows to what mcu is doing okay okay, okay movies but, but, or tv but like disney amount, plus stuff yes okay but the amount of things they have in production but now you can't make that comparison because the people from the mcu movies are now in series so it, right, it is being right. handled by the same groups so it's like okay so maybe take the netflix stuff out but the yeah. disney plus show is it's that that is it's the fair MCU. game it's fair game it's fair the game. mcu okay yeah. so and but they've got like at the simultaneously it's like yeah let's film the eternals let's do uh shang chi which i have zero interest in uh let's do you know, all these things back to back, 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 back. So every month, let's Black Widow and fucking let's go, 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 go. You're going to miss 
the point of why you're doing it. You get wrapped up into doing it and you're, the quality is going to suffer and it is suffering. Okay. Okay. Uh, I disagree. You're wrong. I disagree with you. <laughs> uh, I love you, brother. Now, look, we both have been kind of uh, leveling our criticisms of this episode. Yeah. And I have a lot. And I, I still have some I haven't gotten to yet. But as much as we're criticizing, as I'm, at least for me, as I'm criticizing this final episode. Yeah. Um, the show was still good. Yes. yes. Like, I'm not going to say that it was a bad show. Like, this was a good show that for paying my was it 6.99 7.99 disney plus seven bucks a month like i feel that i definitely got like it was it was good like i don't want like this is not anything that was bad the only reason that my criticisms are so uh i'm so impassioned with them is just because of how strong it started yeah and ultimately like we were talking about before like you can you can you know throw the hook in the ocean but when you reel that son of a bitch in, you just want to make sure you got, you know, that big ass halibut of tuna. And that's, like, what I yes. mean, and that's what I mean by the time. So like, if they had this great idea, right? Let, yeah, let's do the uh, buddy cop Falcon and Winter Soldier. Great idea. And, you know, those guys work so well together. Fucking a home run. This needed another six months of development. You know what I mean? I th- like, but they wanted to put it out. So they, 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 it's rushed. Like you could feel it's rushed. It, they have a yeah, great plan yeah. for the first two episodes. And then it's just like, oh, fuck, we got to, <laughs> we got to finish it now. WandaVision, same thing. This crazy, unique idea that's very complicated. And then the end, they're just like, I don't know, just let's just end it. Just end it. Yeah. Yeah. That is, and that, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, this is, you know, for Disney's like this is your platform. Yeah. Like this isn't Netflix. Could take this as long isn't, as you want. Take as long as you want. Yeah. Um like I don't understand why Yeah, like this really had to be point. 6 yeah. versus WandaVision was You didn't need to negotiate a deal. This yeah, is just, in in house. Yeah, it's all in house. It's like That's take, a great point. Yeah. Take the time that you need to tell the story in a way that is going to satisfy those who were there from episode 1 to the last. Yeah. And they didn't do that. No. Um and yeah, like like I said, it was for me like this last episode was the worst in the uh, of the series. It it did it lowered my uh, overall. Uh, I guess yes, I did my score already, but my score of the show. But it was still a B minus. Like that's still above sure. average. Sure, I it's agree just that. it's just for me. It's like it's just so weird. Where it's like this is your shit. Yeah. Like you could have done. I mean, Kevin Kevin Feige is like you know he's got he like he's involved with all this. Like you didn't see this episode and realize or or read the script and be like you know what you're trying to force a lot in here and that's and that's the point i'm trying to make he can't read everything there's too much going on he has business to do he has you know he also has like regular job shit to take care of and new development so it's like he's i'm sure he's just constantly inundated with like new concepts new ideas new development possibilities and plus the business side of shit he's not reading all these things he's not seeing all these episodes there's no way because it's you're, too much. Yeah, you're probably right about that because you know before the uh you know disney plus and them doing these shows these marvel shows on disney plus um he probably was much more involved but now that they're expanding into these uh serialized shows i mean you're right there's no way that he can you know oversee everything like no to way. that level where he's like reading especially for like a, a serialized weekly show yeah. where he's like reading every single script 
It's one yeah. thing to, to, to review a movie script and well, to kind of like, know it, yeah. where you're going with within the larger picture of the cinematic universe. You can read a 90 page script in a day. You're yeah. not going to get through, you know, four or 500 pages of a series of a series. Yeah. You're not even going to bother. You're just going to hear the pitch and be like, yep, it's good. I trust you. Let's go. Yeah. I just, I just, I just wish that there was, there would have been somebody there. Um, another producer or somebody just be like, Hey, you know what, uh, Kevin, uh, there's, we got a lot of good stuff here, but I know we've been scheduled for six. I really think this is going to need like maybe eight. seven it needs eight. or eight to yeah. tell this, to tell this thing to a way where there it's are not four all villains in this series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but only one major one, honestly, which was the flag smashers. I mean, they bring in the, I mean, you can say that John Walker was a villain. He really wasn't. He was just a flawed, uh, he, protagonist. You know, he, he, he fought them. He was a villain. Like there, you know, they played the villain music and there was foreboding and there was uh, a cliffhanger with him. He was a villain too. For, there was two, two strong villains for sure. I don't, I don't ultimately I, he came around. I don't, I don't qualify him as being a villain. I think he was just a protagonist that was, uh, against the main protagonist. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Zemo was there. Yeah. Uh, but he was, but I mean, he was, he was there just to basically set up other shit they're going to do later. Yes, but again, like, they, they wrapped him up right away, like, oh, fuck, uh, we're at the end of episode five, uh, they just come and take him to jail? Sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and it was, like, we talked about it last episode, but that was a huge disservice to his character and the time we invested for those, whatever, three-year episodes. And then the sixth episode was just, like you said, just more of that. Just like, I don't know, guys, let's just wrap this shit up. We yeah, what, what was this the Chappelle show? The the wrap it up box. Yeah, yeah. Gotta wrap, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Gotta wrap it up, B. Let's go. Let's go. We got we got Loki on deck. It's like it's like you're golfing. It's like yeah. you're golfing. And like you're stuck in a hole. And Loki's like, hey, motherfuckers, like I'm coming up, man. Y'all gotta wrap this thing up. Let me play through. Yeah. Let's go. Let me play through. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's exactly it. It's like we got Loki coming next month. So we need they're doing about, you know three to four weeks between series like okay yeah. this has to be done people have to be over it so that way there's enough momentum and energy to build to the next thing because if it's to too the close they won't watch it if it's too far they won't care so we have to this month in between all right let's do it yeah. and then by the time loki ends the black widow movie will come out and then fucking shang chi which looks terrible and then i think know, it whatever. looks good now you, you all awful. right so uh okay, well, I, let, am, let me I am something. looking forward to shang chi <laughs> i am um, not so for so for me, like the, the the actor, the guy who I guess is playing the the, the titular character. Um, now look, I'm a big. I mean, you know this for me. Like, I'm a big Marvel guy. Been yeah. collecting these comic books since I was fucking like six years old. I know of Shang Chi. Never read a comic book with him in it. I don't think. And if I did, he was like a guest starring or something. Yeah. But the but again, I still have faith. And like Marvel, the MCU gets the uh, the benefit of the doubt for me always. But the but the guy who's playing Shang Chi is an actor, and I feel bad I don't know his name, but I know him from this show called uh, Kim's Convenience. Okay, uh, it's on Netflix, but it was like a Canadian show about Korean uh, immigrants, or the, the the you know the patriarchs, the mom and dad, and then their kids. They're in Toronto, and they have the convenience store. And the oldest son is the guy playing Shang-Chi. Okay. And he's fucking great. Like, he was great in that show. And when I saw that he was, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, my God, that's a dude from Kim's Convenience. I was so happy for him because, like I said, he's a very charismatic dude. Uh, I, I don't know his name. I feel bad for that. But 
check it out if you haven't. If you have Netflix, like Kim's Convenience is like one of the best things on Netflix. Oh, okay. It is fucking fantastic. Um, and it hit it hit with me, not just because, you know, I mean, I've never been to Korea, but you know, my ex ex ex-girlfriend was Korean. And there was a lot that I recalled from dealing from from dating her and her family and seeing it in this show. So every Graham, everybody listening, Kim's Convenience, it's on Netflix. The first three seasons, I think they just canceled it. Okay. So the fourth season will be out uh, later this year. But it's a fantastic show. I'll check it out. Um, so fucking good. Uh, get the highest recommendation. So you got, got a mini review of Kim's Convenience there and you go. with the Soldier. So you guys are really getting your money's worth tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so here's the thing. I'm sure that's true. I, I'm sure everybody involved is good. Um, unless Aquafina's in it, but like she is I'm in sh- it. Oh, great. Can't stand her. Oh yeah. You don't watch the trailers. Yeah. She was, no. she was in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I actually, I didn't have a problem with her like as a actor so much. It's just like how she became famous by exploiting black culture. And then the second she got famous, she was like, that's not me anymore. Yeah, I know. I she feel the used, same way. She uses black scent and fucking hip hop and riding that wave. And then once she got on and yeah. now she's in, you know, big mood. Now she's like, she kicked rocks. It's like, okay. Prim and, prim and proper or whatever. It's a bunch of nonsense. Fuck that. I don't yeah. like that shit. I, I appreciate that either. But yeah. It's, I mean, it's just some, I mean, some, but that's been happening for years. So it's like, yeah. And I hate it every time and I'm not going to accept yeah, no, it. Yeah, no, me like, too. Me too. But it's like, okay, well, I, I see it now. Yeah. You know, for me, it's just all about, you know, your actions speak louder than words. So it's like, yeah. all right. Yeah. But, you know, that's not going to, you know, that's not why I don't want to see the movie. I don't want to see it for a couple of reasons. One, it has really strong Iron Fist vibes. So I have a little bit of PTSD. I'm not, not feeling it. <laughs> I understand that. And I, I know it's going to be every to every fucking movie that has to do with. Uh. Chinese mythology or Chinese history in an American in an American film. Every time an American approach to a Chinese uh, movie, it's always there's the chosen one who learns the scroll and fights the bad guy. Every fucking time. Well, it's the hero's journey, you know. But uh, but it's, it's that specific hero's journey. It's yeah. The chosen one learns it from a scroll. It is just like the most reductive lazy writing Chinese uh, stereotype of a film. So that's one. That's one thing I'm really like. And 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 to be fair, I don't know if that's exactly the story or if that's just kind of what I was going to say. I was going to say, uh, I don't think that's what is really good. I mean, I'm sure it's going to have some echoes of that. It's definitely going to have some echoes of that. It's going to have echoes of it. But you haven't <laughs> okay. seen the trailer, though. No. So okay. I think I, I trust I trust MC, the, 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 the MCU with this character. And okay. I I am happy that they're doing it. I think this could be for like, uh, you know, those, uh, you know, Chinese fans who are into the comics. Like it could be their Black Panther type okay. thing. Where it's like, okay. you got a cast that. predominantly with, you know, uh, Chinese actors doing their thing. I'm all about that. I love the representation. To be fair, and- I'm probably being overly harsh because I am like really, really relating it to Iron Fist where I was just I like, it's just some whitewashed yeah. bullshit. I hate yeah. it. It won't okay. be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, that, and that's what, they, you know, uh, Go against your rule as okay. far as watching watch trailers. It. Watch, it. watch the trailer because it is there's there's one white guy in it. He's a villain, okay. 
and not even right. the main villain, but just <laughs> check right. it. But check it out, and because okay. you don't like, I saw the trailer. You do not get those vibes at Cause all. Because for me, like I grew up watching Hong Kong martial arts movies, big Chinese epic movies. Like I love the genre, so it does feel like, oh man, they're gonna do some reductive. No, nonsense. see, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think they're in the right hands. I think, okay, the, uh, okay. I think the MCU, I trust them. No, okay. if it comes out and I'm completely wrong, then I will come on this show <laughs> okay. and be like, "Fuck, I take okay. back everything, all, everything I said." But <laughs> so the other, the other thing, though, the other thing is, outside of movies coming from China, I, and even then, like I'm pretty much over it there too. But like, I don't like wushu fighting. I don't scenes. either. I don't know. It's I think it's that's so, the wire work. The yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And like very, you know, kind of very flowy and, and almost ballet like. Yeah, I appreciate I know what it takes to do it. Um, I get it. I have many friends who are wushu practitioners. Uh, I, I get it. It's great. I studied multiple Chinese arts. Wonderful. I it's boring as fuck to me for fighting. Um, I don't like it. It, it. And it's and whenever that choreography comes in, you're never seeing anything new. It's just the same especially here since Crouching Tiger came out yeah. in whatever those late 90s, whatever it was, like especially since that time, anything Chinese-based in coming from the States is just some chasing of that, no pun intended, dragon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the uh, that wire, yeah. uh, the wushu. Wushu, uh, yeah, it's no good. Because for me, like, I mean, I think for Crouching Tiger, it fit, the story and like the um it is like the, it fit for that it, movie that it, they were telling because there was a purpose like it, there was a it, purpose for it yeah all those fights it was an emotional telling with and, and that, again like when you're looking at the chinese martial arts movies they use the fight for the you know most of the good ones use the fights as a an emotional vehicle to yeah. define the characters um and they don't do that here it's just look at the pretty dance yeah and there's nothing behind it and that and that's the thing where i mean we're oh, we're tipping into mortal Kombat now with that because oh, i got a some beautiful shit to say. segue that we're gonna do i got some shit to say about that yeah. uh so i gotta go to the bathroom go for but it but before no, no no before we go because i i can see we're going into mortal Kombat now because i got i got probably more to say about that bullshit <laughs> than uh <laughs> talking to winter soldier for sure <laughs> the only thing I, I will say uh with to put a bow from on my side of Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, and we're talking about how rushed everything was. Yeah, the scene when Sam goes to uh, to talk to Isaiah Bradley uh, towards the end of the episode, and he's like, "Hey, let me take you someplace," and he takes him to that museum, <laughs> and they automatically have this whole fucking uh, section yeah. of the museum. Yeah. They got a sculpture of him. They've got all this, this whole uh, uh, the descriptor of what he was and what he did. I'm like, all right, that that's when I was like, I threw my hat down. I wasn't wearing one. I threw my my imaginary hat to the ground. I was yeah. like, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. I mean, there was no uh, nine months later uh-uh. on the screen. There the, was the just next day. The next day. And here's the I'm thing. Like, like, okay, so you're telling me that the government literally buried you you had to pretend you were dead and he asked sam don't say my name to the government i don't want to be found i don't want them to know where i am and so first of all i'm like 
how the fuck did you do that in record fashion? I mean, yeah. Sam, you can't even get a loan for your fucking family's <laughs> business, but you somehow convinced whoever was in charge of that museum to to get uh, this. Uh, and what's the name of it? Like this uh, a sculpture, a statue, statue, but like the term for like museums, like this, oh, whatever, like, like a, this. exhibit. Exhibit, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you you got this exhibit done yeah. in like record time, and I'm like, and first of all, and okay, so you did that, got the statue. Who the fuck uh, fact checked whatever the fuck they wrote about yep. him yep. and his whole experience? You're telling me they put in that placard how they basically forced these black soldiers in, into these experiments, right? Yeah, they all got of a sudden captured. the government's like, oh yeah, we committed war crimes against our own people. <laughs> yeah, they get captured. Uh, Isaiah wants to go rescue him. They tell him no. He says, fuck you, goes to get him anyway, brings him back, and then they end up dying anyway because of the fucking serum they, they were being pumped in their veins. Yeah. I, I saw, I was like, okay, no. That, I think that for me, when the, when the episode was like, fuck you, this is bullshit. Yeah. There ain't no way in hell this should happen this fast. Yeah. And, and it, it went back to my whole point about all of this went so fucking fast. Yeah, and it's like we we got to button up Isaiah, we got to button up Bucky with his uh, Asian friend who son he killed, which they just throw away too. Like yeah. there was no there was no repercussion other than he's not gonna go back to that sushi restaurant ever again. <laughs> like, exactly, no like, time it? to breathe. Like that's that should have that should have been a powerful moment. And yeah. and I give I give the show credit that he at least he did go and he he sat down with the old man. He said, "Look, I was the one who killed your son," and he kind of looks at him like. I don't, I forget what he said. Like why or whatever, yeah. and he's like, it wasn't me or it wasn't whatever. Yeah, and then boom, we're done. That's it. We're it's out over. of there. Yeah, I'm like, what? And, and by like, the way, I that, get, that I, was that was a thread that started in the first episode that yeah. you, that was looming over him the entire time, and then they're just like, eh, just like he tells him, and it's fine. It was a major sticking point with with uh, the 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 psychiatrist. The, the, yeah, that he was seeing, and even Sam, he was like, you're not uh making amends you're avenging yeah you know it's like you have to do the work to really make amends with this person which was a beautiful sentiment in the last episode it uh, was you know second episode to last five. episode, episode, episode five, five yeah. yeah and yeah just like you said yeah they just kind of like yeah just it's fine we, we said the nice part we don't have to show it you know what it was it was check okay so yeah. isaiah bradley check yeah, yeah. Uh, the Asian guy from episode one. Check. Guys, we got seven more things we need to put check boxes in. Somebody give me an ending to one of them. Sharon Carter as the uh, power broker. Check. Okay, real quick before you go to the bathroom. So she, uh, so Falcon, the new Captain, he's now Captain America. Captain America goes and he gets uh, Sharon Carter's uh, record cleared and she's allowed back in the country and great. Again, like, it's amazing that he could do all of this immediately, immediately, but not give money to help his family yeah. business. He still had to have like a public car wash to get the boat back or whatever. Yeah, but a pardon um, for Sheriff Carter? Oh yeah, no problem. Easy, yeah, easy. Uh, An statue. exhibit for Isaiah Bradley? Yeah, no problem. Admitting our war crimes, great. Um, so she, the government's like, you know, thank you, you're a wonderful person. We love you. Welcome back. Walking off out of the steps of the Congress yeah. building, she gets on the phone and is like, "Let's proceed with our evil plans." Yeah. I have access. It's like you couldn't wait to get to your fucking car to have this, you're having it in public. There are people next to you walking by you. 
she's on the goddamn <laughs> steps of this of this building. Like the I'm door like, is still shutting behind her, and she's like, "I'm gonna have all the things. Let's be evil." <laughs> Mustache twirl. She's got people <laughs> walking behind her. People coming and going. <laughs> like, yeah, that's another another just another cut, scene. Just cut to her back in Madripoor. Like I, I, I don't even. I can make the jump that like she got back on a plane and went back. Yeah. Just have her meeting with somebody there. Like I don't. It was so dumb. It's like, yeah, why, why couldn't she have that conversation? Like you said, like in transit back to Madripoor on a plane where she's by herself and she's doing her thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. And, and even the you dialogue. You just got this part. <laughs> you just got You it. are still technically on the premises of this government building and you're on the phone talking your nefarious plans and, out and in the who, open. And who said, uh, and like even just the dialogue, talking about bad writing, like I'm going to have access to weapons, security. Yeah. Uh, she just like lists all the things. It's like, you don't need to spell all this out. You don't, you don't. <laughs> this is so dumb. You don't. It, yeah. Yeah, lazy, lazy writing. It's just, it was just very bad. Okay, I'm going to watch this trailer while you go to the restroom. Okay, okay. All right. Do you have, do you have it queued up? Yeah, I got it ready to go. I'm starting right. three, two, Ladies one. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a piss. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're starting this Shang-Chi trailer. Just started. Marvel Shang-Chi official trailer 2021. Um, so again, you're seeing, you know, he punches a, a wooden post that had a fist mark in it. Like it's been used for hand conditioning. He's doing push-ups. So now I guess it's showing he's like a valet. Oh yeah, there's Aquafina. There she goes. So training. I mean, okay. There's some. I don't know. I I don't know. So there's you know the kind of typical Shaolin type training you've seen, breaking wood over you and. Okay, so I'm going to pause it real quick. Um, so I'm, I'm a minute in. So, okay, so what's been going on is there's a, a voiceover saying, you know, uh, I put you through all this. It's, it sounds like his father. And I put you through all this training, but you haven't done anything with it. And then he just said, son, it's now time for you to take your place by my side. So it, it kind of is that you're the one, maybe not by destiny, but by lineage, I guess. So, okay, I'll just keep playing. It looks like he's going to have some... Uh, I don't know. Powerful gauntlets or something, it looks like. There's some cool visuals here with water. I mean, there might be some good fighting. I don't know. Here's some crouching tiger type stuff in there. It's probably flashback stuff, I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay, so I'm guessing... I'm guessing the period stuff is flashback. Oh, fancy kung fu stance. Um, I guess there's a little PS after the title. Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, San Francisco, I guess. Okay, so Aquafina is a comic relief. Um, and the sidekick, I guess. So, man. <sighs> okay, so I don't know. I don't know if it'll be good. 
Um, I, my gut tells me it's not going to be. Uh, it just feels kind of bland and derivative for you know a lot of the reasons I, I just went over with Brian, but I, I just don't know. It seems like it'll be... Are you uh, back? Are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just finished it. So, um, I'm I'm not impressed. I don't. It's hard to tell from a trailer. Well, you're, you're like, not you're not easily impressed. But this I is will. True. But I will say, you look. I mean, trailers. I mean, well, <laughs> I was gonna make an excuse for a trailer that is created to make you <laughs> impressed. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like the purpose of the trailer is to get me interested. And I'll say, like, it looks pretty. Like it it looks pretty for sure. Yeah. Um. The fighting looked fast, which I appreciate. Uh, Aquafina's comic relief is going to really grate on my nerves. Yeah, I think me too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. They t- so it may not be like he's the one through destiny, but the, the VO is saying that like his father is like, now you have to take your place by my yeah. side or take your place. In so there is yeah. like that lineage. Destiny There's a lineage. Thing. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I no, and, and that's a fine place to be because honestly, like, I don't I, honestly. I mean, I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, like I give you know Marvel the benefit of the doubt. Sure. With this stuff and, and just seeing how they it, handle it, the, it's the, got it, it will definitely be be better than Iron Fist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I but mean, I, me I, and you I, talking I right f- now was better than Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can feel like just watching it like I'm. Feeling anger from Iron Fist, like being forced to watch whatever ten hours of Iron yeah. Fist plus the Defenders, which was also terrible, and basically yeah. Iron Fist too. Like, yeah, I think I'm being unfair because I I don't think I'm be I'm able to separate the two. And I understand. I understand. Yeah. Trust me, I do. It's uh, I mean, you got some PTSD with having yeah it, seen Iron Fist and yeah. I get it, man. I, I didn't even finish the second season of Iron Fist. I think I got like three episodes in and I just called it quits. I'm like, no. Nah. There were two seasons of Iron Fist? I think so. Weren't there? I thought it was Iron Fist and then The Defenders. I think what, they gave they? him a second season. Holy shit. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, martial okay, so, arts. Okay. Hey, so so what, before we get to, to that, what would you rate Falcon and the Winter Soldier overall? Like I, one I to gave, 10? Uh, I mean, one to 10 or like, if you want to give a grade, like I gave a B minus, like, yeah, I, I think a B minus or like somewhere between a B minus and a C plus, and, which I don't C. think is bad. I don't think it's bad. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. totally enjoyable to watch. And, and, you know, for the first, let's say four episodes, I think you have a great time. The fifth episode starts to dip and the sixth episode is not, it's not good. Yeah. It's not, it's not awful. It's just not good. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I think, yeah, a B is fine. I, no, I B minus yeah. is Seems right. Yeah, B minus C plus seems to be yeah. about what I would say. Which um, is okay. Like in the world where like everything is hyperbole and false equivalency, I, I'm okay with saying like something is good, not great. Like it. No, me too. It's it's not offensively bad. It's not. Uh, it's not Iron Fist. It's not like that. It's not. Yeah. Hey, look. If if a C is average, a C plus is slightly above average. For sure. And that's not bad. I made a career of, of, of uh, high school and college getting C's. <laughs> and look at me now, son. Exactly. You know, I'm Your right here talking to with, you. With yeah. four listeners. We're on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's not bad, I think. And, and if you like the if you like those characters of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think 
again, aside from the last episode, you'll enjoy the series. Yeah, you, absolutely. And, and I will they say they're really good together. They are. They are. And I will say, yeah, their chemistry is great. And great. yeah, the, the best thing about the show, honestly, in my opinion, is, uh, well, two things. I got over uh, my hatred of Anthony Mackie, nice. looking like my ex-brother-in-law. Yeah. And I love the uh, the arc of, you know, Bucky, Winter Soldier, and, uh, and Sam. Yeah. And how by the end of this series, they're actually friends. Yeah. You know, and I like that because I'm, I'm 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 a softie like that. Like I love relationships and just yep. that friendship. That's the the buddy cop model. Yeah, that's us, it's man. Rigs and exactly rigs that's and Utah us. or whatever. Like it's it's a winning model, and I love it. Oh, so I'm Captain America, and you're a Winter Soldier. I actually, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, and you got that dope ass fucking cybernetic arm, and you got the serum. That's right. That's right. And you just Damn got it. a whack ass suit. Yeah, <laughs> but I got that shield, son. And you can get museum exhibits made like that. <laughs> like, that like, like that. <laughs> I'm going to make one for you. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You that. get an exhibit. Your mom gets an exhibit. <laughs> Your sister gets an exhibit. <laughs> Everybody gets an exhibit. <laughs> oh, so that brings us into the other thing that came out last week, which was for some reason they made another Mortal Kombat movie. So. Everybody was very hyped for it. And I'll say, like, I, I saw I saw the trailer because I didn't care about the movie. Oh, you actually saw this trailer. So I did see this trailer. And I was like, oh, I'll watch it. I don't give a shit about this movie. Even if I watch it, I don't care. So I, I did watch it. And I thought, what I thought from the trailer is basically what I got. Um, I thought there are some cool visuals. And that's pretty much what I'll get from the movie. Which is what I got from the movie. Yeah. I'll say right off the bat, top to bottom some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard ever. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it makes the writing from this last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier look like, I don't know, Shawshank Redemption or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if it's okay with you, go for it. I'm going to read the first couple bullet points that I, of my notes. <laughs> All right. The first 10 minutes were pretty damn great. Better than expected. It all went downhill after that. <laughs> Poor martial arts choreography. Yeah. Like, how can this be in 2021 with movies like The Raid, John Wick, Atomic Blonde, Daredevil? There's no excuse for poor fight choreography, especially for an IP built around it. Thank you. And the last bullet point, <laughs> the opening 15 minutes. So, so here's the, so uh, I bought the latest Mortal Kombat video game. Mm-hmm, they had a sale. They had a sale because I guess you know the the game or the movie came out, so I got it. it was on sale on Steam for like uh, fifteen bucks. Yeah, and we'll get into this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it with you, you know, later. But like I've I played the last three Mortal Kombat yeah. games, nine, ten, and I'm playing eleven now. Uh, very good games. Nether yep. Realm is a great studio with what they do. Like their thing, they do better than most. Yep. So this bullet point. The opening 15 minutes of Mortal Kombat 11 story mode trumped <laughs> the movie in every way. Voice acting, motion capture performance, fight choreography, everything. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I, I mean, and I played the game after I saw the movie. And I was like, fuck you. No excuse. No excuse. I, I no agree. excuse. I, 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 I haven't played 11, but I played 10 and 9. And yeah. 10 
what I sticks out in my head the most is so good, so it engaging, is. so fun, like a story that actually makes sense and matters. And yeah, I kept comparing it to the game. Yeah. Like how, how can the current iteration of this IP be so strong and this be so bad? This is not, this is barely better than the original Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, oh, it, I, barely. I, think, I think you were actually throwing shade at the original <laughs> 1995 Mortal Kombat. I will, I will hold that this is better than 95. I, but, I do not. I do not. Just barely. I don't. I don't. Wow. I think, I think that this movie, and look, I'm not a hardcore Mortal Kombat fan. Um, I mean, I grew up, I was always like, I mean, I grew up with this franchise. Yeah. Um, I was always I was, more of a Street Fighter guy. Same, same, yeah. same for here. Same, same for me. I was a Street Fighter guy, but I will say, you know, the Mortal Kombat video game franchise is analogous to the Fast and the Furious franchise mm. in the sense where the early Mortal Kombat games were basically just getting off with the blood and the yeah. fatalities, yeah. but the actual combat and the gameplay was far uh, yeah. below what Street Fighter and Capcom were doing, you know, for that franchise. Sure. But over time, Mortal Kombat, and it's been around since fucking like 19, what, 90? I think, yeah. 90, 90? Maybe 90. I thought Mortal Kombat 1 might have been 90, but yeah, for sure 92. Because it yeah. was on, they had it on Sega and SNES. Yes, Super Nintendo. Uh, it is a franchise that started out, in my opinion, poor, subpar, and it's only gotten better yeah with time and that's yeah. how i look at the fast and the furious franchise now look well, these movies are ridiculous I'll, as fuck i'll disagree slightly with that because the first fast and the furious is wonderful it's a remake of point break you can't go wrong it's great. i did not like that movie at all you're wrong five is the best <laughs> we'll have to do an episode on fast and furious franchise five is the best and then i think two or one and then maybe four six two seven eight and then tokyo drift is the worst okay so you are ranking them like that i can i can i can honestly say that fast and furious up until five was dog shit four is good five is when the five, franchise yeah, became five, what it is now totally five they got it five which is, is like, fun yeah now now okay maybe calling them dog shit is heavy-handed on my part but i thought the first one I saw it in theaters when it came out. I thought this is not what I wanted to see. <laughs> Bullshit. The second one was fun. Uh, that was one that uh, Tyrese. Shit. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of the director. Uh, oh shit, he did Boys in the Hood. Uh, Singleton. Singleton. Yeah. John Singleton directed that. It was better than the first one, but it no. was fucking stupid. No, but one is it was good. still fun. Yeah, yeah. Three was Tokyo Drift. Awful. Right. Yeah, horrendous. Right? Yeah. Four is when they brought back most of the original or all the original cast. Yeah, every, yeah, everybody was back. And then that's when, yeah, from four to five to where we are now. Was and four things, is good, but it's very serious. But five, like you said, five is... Yeah. Uh, it, it, okay, so I'm taking it back. So four. So four was the one that basically kind of reset everything. Yeah, I didn't reset yeah. it, but it, it brought back all yeah. the characters from the first one yeah. that you cared about. And then five is flawless for anybody. Let's let's for sure because they're gonna the new ones coming out soon. But let's for sure do yeah. a, an episode on Fast and Furious. But for anybody listening, if you want like a perfect action movie, like I, you can put it up there with 
I mean, it's not it's not Die Hard, but you can put it in. I the was about cali- to say, like, you better bite your tongue, no, no, son. It, it's it's not Die Hard. It's not Predator, but like, you can put it in the caliber of like a fucking in its own right a flawless action movie, like a Lethal Weapon or a Die Hard or a Predator or whatever. Like Fast and Furious Five is top to bottom fucking ridiculous, unbelievable entertainment. I had no idea you felt this way about. I love that it, movie. Dear dear listeners, this is news to me. <laughs> I had no idea that Graham liked Fast and uh, Furious Five to this degree, and oh I liked God. it myself. So I don't want so I don't want to come across like I'm attacking you. Oh yeah, I just I didn't know you liked it this much. Don't get me. Oh, I, I I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. It is nowhere near Die Hard, Predator, Leap yeah, please, nowhere yeah, near, yeah, okay. nowhere yeah. near. Like you yeah. can't fuck with the '80s in any respect when it comes to the action movies. You just can't fuck the '80s. You can't fuck with the the mid 2000s with the Raid well, and the Raid Two. <laughs> And Those I know they're different count. movies. They're different doesn't movies. Count. Martial arts movies doesn't count. Yeah. Well, now the Fast and Furious movies don't even bother with cars. Anyway, back to Mortal Kombat. So I get what yeah. you're saying. Yes, Mortal Kombat has gotten better with time. It has. The, the, the video game has. And yeah. and uh, and I've been, I've marveled at it. Like the because uh, yeah, I played nine, ten. I'm like I said, I'm playing eleven. It's fucking so good. And you know, as a game developer myself, you know, I really do. I, I appreciate NetherRealm, like the, the you know the development studio. They took like, a chance. They tried something new. Well, they took a chance, but like their games are like so flush with content. Like they have yeah. a tutorial, and I, I've been—I mean, I'm doing AEW's game now. But prior to that, you know, working on the WWE franchise, I—I <laughs> I wasn't the only one, but I was a big proponent of doing a tutorial, something to get people a mode where people can kind of get in, ingratiated with the gameplay. Never really got there. We had like, you know half of what i wanted but like the last three mortal Kombat games that i've played like they've got these deep yeah deep tutorials where they get into like frame there's a tutorial about counting frames yeah and frame data and you know attacks that you know when an attack starts here at the start you know it can't be interrupted but here da, da, da. and i'm like and this is just a tutorial yeah i just like nether realms on a whole other level and Respect like, to them. The way they make these games, like most fighting games, if anybody doesn't know, like most fighting games is there's essentially a character select screen and you both pick a character and then the match starts and you fight. And maybe like if you're playing story mode, it's that same model. You don't, you just pick one character to start and then after you win a fight, there might be a little cutscene. Usually that's how it goes. With these games, I think it started with nine. It did. The, there's no character select screen. You just start as a character with and there's a little story like a cinematic that brings you into it and then in the cutscene it the cutscene will end with you getting into a fight with whomever is in front of you yeah and then when you win it ends with the completion of that cutscene of you winning the fight and then you continue on your path like in this story that you're not controlling it's just on rails and then you'll maybe do it like about two fights per character or something like that yeah yeah and then and then it'll switch you to a new character to a new character and then you'll be on their journey for a little bit. And it's it's so engaging. It's so fun. And it it's seamless. It, it's Those seamless. transitions from the Perfect, yeah. cinematic to the uh to the gameplay. Yeah. Is flawless. Flawless. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah flawless. flawless yeah. Yeah. And like the the animation, like the facial animation, the motion capture yes. is so good. It's yeah. so fucking solid. Yeah. yeah. And the gameplay is great. It is. It is. It, like the Mortal Kombat you play in 2021, uh, the last couple of years, whatever, a far cry from my first time playing Mortal Kombat yeah. at the arcade. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So props to them. So 
just all of that to say that with the current video game and, and what they've been doing with their story and the fact that the last good Mortal good air quotations Mortal Kombat movie came out in 1995 <laughs> without an R rating. Yeah. It was PD-13. It didn't have the budget anywhere close to what this latest Mortal Kombat has. It is a slap in the face. And honestly, it's just like, like, like how the fuck do you whiff yeah. on this? The easiest fucking concept. The easiest concept. Here's the other problem. Okay, the biggest problem with this movie. Okay, so let's just give a quick outline. Uh, it starts with like a period piece set where... Uh, Scorpion, you don't know it's Scorpion. Yeah. He's in like a small Japanese village with his wife and kid. Takes and place in, a, in the 1600s, like 1600s. mid 1600s. Sub Zero, yeah. Sub Zero comes in with his gang and they kill everybody. And then he kills Scorpion as well. Great. And his family. His, and his uh, family. wife. He kills everybody. His yeah. kid. Yeah. Except one baby survives because they hit it under the floorboards. Um, then it cuts to whatever. 500 years later which, which, which is. is the best part of the movie i mean i i mentioned that in my notes i don't know if, uh, if you agreed but 100 i opening, thought the opening was great when it started i was like this is going to be a fantastic movie me too that's what i thought and your hopes are immediately dashed <laughs> with the next scene when you're like yes. in an mm in an mma gym and everything looks cheap like the opening scene looks good too it's shot well it's clean it looks f so fucking good the fighting is great in that yeah. scene um and to be fair, like those two actors are martial artists, so yeah. it looks good. Then it cuts to, like I just said, like it's a bullshit. Like he's the chosen one storyline. Yeah, cuts right in, and he's like a washed up MMA fighter in like just some gym where they have fights, and he gets paid three hundred dollars or something to lose fights, or, and it's just like the most, just obvious reductive. It's so bad. So ultimately, he. Yeah, is does a descendant of Scorpion, and and you don't know it's Scorpion in the beginning. The the actor who dies, the Japanese actor who dies, he was in like Last Samurai. He's wonderful. But they, but they, I mean, they kind of allude to the fact. Yeah, they that show it is the, him. they show the kunai. Kind of has the, yeah, the kunai. He's got the weapon. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, ultimately, like, uh, this guy. I don't remember even remember his name. I, I got his name because I had to remember it too. I had that. That was honestly one of the reasons why I had to take notes. I'm like, who the fuck was that? Yeah. Cole Young. Cole Young. Cole okay, Young. First of all, for any any aspiring writer or director, don't name a character Cole. It just yeah. it sounds fake. I know people are named Cole, but like, don't do it. Um, so Cole Young is who was not in the game at all. Not, by the way, not the game. they created this character uh, for the movie. A they created a new character for the movie. There are in like a franchise that has at least characters. 70 characters, <laughs> yeah, like, but they have to create a new uh, character. So, yeah, I'm so, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no. A, please do. Uh, so, yeah. So Cole Young has a mark, which is <laughs> it's just the Mortal Kombat logo. It's like, why yeah. give these guys these marks? Yeah. It's so dumb. Um, so he has this mark that says that he has to be one of Earth's defenders. Champions. Champions. And uh, Jax who doesn't have Jack's metal arms yet. He's just like a buff, uh, 
military guy. Military dude, yeah. Special Forces. Yeah, Special Forces classic. uh, Finds him (laughs) and and like Sub-Zero starts trying to kill him because he wants to kill Scorpion's line for whatever reason. I don't know why he waited so long. Um, And then Jax fights him, gets his arms ripped off, which, you know, that sequence, that fight between Sub-Zero and Jax, not the greatest fight, but it has cool visuals. It has that amazing scene where Jax fires the gun right in uh, uh, Sub-Zero's face and Sub-Zero freezes And he freezes freezes the bullets, yeah. You see the fire freeze. It's fucking gorgeous. It was anyway, in the trailer. It was, it was in, the in the trailer. trailer. Yeah. So he if you've seen the trailer, you've seen all the good you parts. You saw of the, the movie. best part. Yeah. He no, freezes no, no, Jack's right, so, arms. Uh, I hate to interrupt you. No, no, please. Um, so you're talking about this fight with Jax and Sub Zero, and so Jax, he actually intercepts Cole, uh, before everything goes down because like. Right. Because he's because uh, Cole's having dinner with his uh, family. He's got a wife and a, and a kid. Oh, that's oh right, right, right. And Sub Zero comes because you can see everything in frosty, right? And Sub Zero comes down and he starts laying down the fucking ice, like boom, boom. And he's like throwing fucking like icebergs and shards of ice. Also cool everywhere. And then that's when Jax comes. He's like, "Hey, Cole, get in the car. Da-da-da. We got to take it somewhere safe." Now, okay. And I know I'm, I might be nitpicky right here. This scene with Sub-Zero and how he could manipulate the weather to that I know. level. I know. I'm like, why do you even throw a kick, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, if yep. you can just manifest all this shit, like, I don't even understand why you're throwing a kick, a punch. Yeah. Like, just the, the whenever you see an opponent, just freeze their ass. Yeah. Just, I'm going to just, it's just hailing sheets of ice, yeah. you know, sharp ice or whatever. Yeah. It's like they, I and I love Sub Zero, but they made him so overpowered to the point where I, and I, and I, and I, and I wasn't trying to think that way, but like you see this display of power, and I'm like, well, why do you even bother fighting if you can do all this? Yeah. Can you just freeze any room you're in and kill whoever's there? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just had to throw that in there because no, it, it, totally. It, it was, it was, yes, it was, didn't make any sense. Yeah. So ultimately, like Jax is like, get out of here, take my car, and then he fights Sub Zero. Sub Zero freezes him, rips his arm off. John, uh, Johnny Cage, um, Cole Young goes to Sonya's house in the middle of the desert. So I guess Sub Zero doesn't know how to f- track him anymore. Yeah, we'll get he to just, yeah. He just gives up immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he goes back to Our World. <laughs> yeah, He's like, I, I lost him. I saw him, and then he like he turned a corner, and I don't know, boss. I don't know what to say. <laughs> he goes to Sonya Blade's house she's there very stereotypical character like her like the actor who played sonya i didn't i didn't have a problem with like i thought she did okay with what she had but the i like that actress yeah but the character like her was just really boring and lame and the entire movie we'll get to it but like she's like not allowed in the club so it's just like yeah. women have no agency in this movie yeah so, none she uh he shows up and he's like i'm sent by Jax, and then kano is there chained up because you know in in the games like the story the backstory is that yeah sonya and kano are like rivals and she's always hunting him and okay and the actor who plays kano is the comic relief and he's funny he doesn't have a lot to work with because the dialogue is really bad but he's doing his kano kano is the best thing about this movie yeah in my opinion i i I, for this movie the story of Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Kano are the only good parts about the movie. And they're like barely in the movie. 
I was, I, was, I was just about to say, <laughs> the movie starts with Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and you don't see these motherfuckers, well, I mean, you see Sub-Zero, but, like, yeah. them together, till the end. you don't see again till the end. <laughs> the last 10 and minutes. Then, it's like... Yeah. So yeah, K- Kano was the only Kano was the only character that kept me uh, in front of my television because yeah. there were times where I was like, I'm done with this. Like I'm bored. I actually had to, and I, I actually had to watch this in two sittings because I fell asleep the first time. I fell asleep the first time I I saw it too. <laughs> yeah, I did. So you know, blah blah blah. They get them to uh, outer world or else world or wherever the fuck. The and Raiden's there, and Liu Kang is there, and Kung Lao is there, and the the actors who play Raiden, Liu Kang, and Kung Lao are the worst, most cheesiest, over the top actors, maybe ever. So bad, um, and it's and then it's just very typical. Like we're training for a tournament. There's a tournament to capture all the worlds, and you're like what? Why? And they're yeah. like, and you guys have to fight us, but you need to get your spirit animal power. Mine is a leprechaun porcupine. <laughs> and like, and the way you get your superpower is just by getting beat up a lot. That was Wh- so unnecessary. Which is that like, whole okay, they, element they established of- that Cole Young only gets beat up a lot. Yeah. But he just he never beat developed up his entire fucking life. Like they established that early on when you first see him, that he is a... They 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 mentioned that he was a MMA artist that was good at one time, but then has not been the same guy. <laughs> I mean, the first time we introduced to him, he's getting his ass whooped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how is he supposed to be the hero? It's, uh yeah. I mean, I I, I can see like I, I I don't know how you feel, but I feel that it's hard to even talk about this movie because it's so dumb and bad that it's. I don't know. It's frustrating to even try to like navigate through this terrible no, it, story. It is. But essentially the, the teams, so they're in Raiden's hideout. And then all of a sudden, like Shang Tsung, Sub-Zero, Melina, Cabal, and someone else just like show up there. They're like, Hey, we're here. And Raiden's like, it's against the rules for us to fight right now. And Shang Tsung is like, I don't give a fuck. And then Raiden's like, well, these are the rules and we have to follow the rules. And then they're like, fine, we'll wait. We'll fight later when we're allowed to fight. And he- well, he can't, he will Raiden cast down yeah, like this. Uh, some magical this barrier spell. Magical barrier. But, but yeah, but uh, yeah, but to your point, it's like, so Shang Tsung and his, and his cronies just show up. I'm like, well, what was stopping you from doing that any other time? A- any other, they could just pop in? Yeah, the pop in. Like, uh, yeah, so they like, don't fight. And they allow these guys to train and find their spirit animals. So this thing I'm saying about their spirit animal. The spirit animals. <laughs> Liu Kang and Kung Lao have like, you know, superpowers. Like in the game, like you have a special move. And they're like, you guys are worthless because you guys don't have your superpowers. And, like, and, he, and, and they're even worse to Sonya because she doesn't even have the mark. Yeah, she doesn't have uh, the... Jax has it. She doesn't. And they're like, oh, you're Kano just... Kano has yeah. it. Kano has it. Yeah. And so the, the whole time they're like, Sonya, go away. No girls allowed. Little rascals. Oh, Tay. That's exactly how it came across. Yeah. And um, so, and everybody is just like very accepting. Like, oh, okay. There's like multiple dimensions and we have to fight to save ours. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm on board. Like there's no adjustment period. Everybody's like, yeah. oh, great. And um, so they're training and it's like the way you get your superpower is just from pain, experiencing pain. But like all of these people 
have experienced tremendous amounts of pain. They're all like brutal fighters, but they just never got their superpower. But they needed to experience that pain in front of Liu Kang <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the Raiden for them to unlock their painful except, gift. Except for Cole Young, who gets his while he's fighting Goro, Goro. for some reason. And who is not weirded out by this giant monster with four arms and his like wife and kid are also like, meh, that's normal. <laughs> so ultimately like they all get their superpowers. Kano turns against the good guys clearly. Cause he's a bad guy. And like, which I liked, which I liked cause yes. I was curious. Cause I'm like, okay, so he, so, you know, so Kano was like a prisoner of Sonya blade in the beginning ends up going on this journey with the rest of the crew to be trained by, you know, uh, Liu Kang and Raiden and uh, the dude with the bus saw hat. Yeah, Kung Lao. And so I was like, oh, they're they're doing something creative here. Right. I guess they're making Kano <laughs> like the anti-hero, but he's going to be on the hero side. But he do- yeah, <laughs> but, but, which is fine. Like, he yes, turns. Yes, and I And I, like, again, like, everything with Kano made sense. He is, like, the only character whose motives in... Like I understood because he yeah. was a bad, he was a villain from the beginning. Yes. He only was with them because it was like, well, fuck. I mean, he just didn't want to get killed. He didn't want to get killed. Yeah. But as soon as he found his way to kind of turn against them, he did. Yeah. And I like that. Totally. So the, the Kano, like it, it, should, it should be called mortal, mortal Kano. Yes. Like <laughs> this is his yes. movie. And he, and he is funny. He's constantly making jokes. He's constantly taking the piss out of people. It's, he's the only one with, just even some charisma, some life. Everybody else is so dull and boring. Jax is kind of okay. Like he's trying to do something. Yeah. But like, um, so ultimately like they all just end up fighting at the end. Uh, no tournament even. N- no tournament. There's like no they, tournament in a Mortal Kombat movie. They keep they talking talk about, about it. the tournament. They don't do it. They just end up fighting. Yeah. And uh, Kung Lao kills some banshee girl with like a cool kill he like his hat is in the ground and it's spinning and she yeah, it's one of his fatalities. It. yeah and she splits in half i like like that there's some cool visuals and uh cabal and kano fight and kind of have a stalemate and then he ends up turning kano uh sonia and melina are fighting or something or whatever they all fight everybody basically loses except for sub-zero who i don't know i guess he what he goes back and he gets Cole Young's wife and kid. Yeah. And okay. he freezes them. He freezes. Yeah. He doesn't his... kill them. Yeah. I'm like, you just established in the fucking beginning of this movie <laughs> that he killed Scorpion's family, his wife and his son by freezing them. Yeah. He used his powers and froze them some bitches. They yeah. were dead. But in this he case, he does the same thing to Cole's family. And all of a sudden they can, they're they okay. Live. But not only does he, he, he takes them to a second location to freeze them. Yes. He, he takes yeah. them from a house to a gym. A gym. Freeze them on a, on a cage in, in like the inside octagon. of a cage. Like inside like an of an octagon. octagon. He yeah. freezes them there. And, and like B said, like they're still alive. Like they're being cocooned in aliens. And so Cole Young this is like now the end of the movie. Cole Young goes there. He sees them. And he's trying to like, and he has his superpower at this point, which is like some dumb like a shirt. <laughs> yeah, if you if you can explain his powers to me, I, I will give you a fifty bucks because I didn't know what the fuck happened to him. Like I didn't and, understand those powers at all. And we're not meant to because shockingly, they don't even attempt to explain <laughs> they don't. what his power is. Whatever like, it was, it looked bad. I'm like Yeah, like Kano gets a laser eye. Uh Jax 
Jax was really dumb too. So he gets his arms ripped off by Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah. They build him like these weak-ass metal arms, which is like, okay, they just build him these metal arms. He's got long mechanical uh, T-Rex arms. But they're like skinny. And but like, they're the whole skinny, time you're yeah. like, I was like, oh, they give him like skinny-ass arms? That's a bunch of bullshit. But then when he gets his power, he just gets strong metal arms. And it no. just makes no sense. So anyway, uh, uh, Cole Young's power, he gets like some kind of... It looks like long, a Kevlar suit. Like a long sleeve Kevlar tee. Yeah. <laughs> and, these, like, and these coupatons. Like, is, that what like, is, that, is that what they're called? Yeah, like coupatons. They look like, like batons to me, like uh, like like brother beaters. Yeah, exactly. That the cops it, use. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's, it's, it's exactly. It's, it's, a, it's like a police baton. He has two police yeah. batons that like materialize. And you're like, what good is that against a forearm monster or a guy who <laughs> freezes you? Like this guy has a stick? Yeah. He got two sticks? So, um, he, Cole Young, and at this point, I'm like, oh, I guess this is like the new Scorpion, because that's the connection they're making, that this is the Scorpion. Yeah, that's line. what I thought, too. That's what and I, I thought, And I was like, too. oh, so he's going to turn into Scorpion. I kept waiting for him to turn into Scorpion. He's fighting Sub-Zero, he's getting his ass kicked, and then, all of a sudden, Scorpion comes back. Yeah. From the beginning. And they were showing flashbacks. They were showing like these images that Cole was seeing of Scorpion. Right. Like I it was his lineage. In hell or something. Like these there, 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 there were these scenes where Scorpion is like in like this hell pit <laughs> and he's like having these flashbacks and he wakes up like, what the fuck was that? Right. And I'm like, well, why? Yeah, I'm like, why, why is Scorpion in hell? Like, wasn't he the one that was murdered by Sub-Zero? He seemed like a really good guy. He seemed like he, a good guy. He was like gardening. He had wife and two kids and like peaceful. He seemed like a good guy. But then, yeah, like you said, I mean, at the end fight with Cole and uh, Sub-Zero, he just shows the fuck he up. just pops up. Literally just, he's there. And he says, I came back from hell to kill you. And, and I was like, that was an option? Why didn't we see that movie? <laughs> yeah. That's the movie I wanted to see. I loved the beginning. I would have loved a movie of him trying to escape hell to fucking kill Sub-Zero for murdering his family. That is a compelling story. That is a compelling story. And I would also like to know what took you so long. Because <laughs> as, as for me, as a viewer, it seemed like you just made a decision like right there on the spot. Like, oh, here I am. There yeah, you are. Had, let's, <laughs> let's keep it going. He had, he had to wait to a situation very similar. I bet like he made a deal with Satan. Satan was like, okay, I'll let you out if Sub-Zero ever does to somebody else what he did to you. Like, Satan was, like, kind of being kind of cheeky. Like, ah, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah, that'd be so like, weird. Like, what are the like, chances of that? What are the, <laughs> yeah, damn, that's a safe bet to make. And then they were watching it on their little TV. And then Scorpion was like, oh, Satan, look, 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 look. <laughs> He's doing it again. You said I could go. And Satan was like, ah, you got me, Scorpion. And he pushed the button. All right, go there ahead, you go. Go ahead, Boom. pop up. Go ahead, pop up. <laughs> so, so Scorpion, Scorpion pops up, and he gives like an exposition of "I was in hell, and now I'm here to kill you." Yeah. And I, I, seriously, like I literally screamed out loud, like, "Why didn't I see this movie? This is the movie <laughs> I would want to see." And they, and then Scorpion and Sub Zero have a fight, and surprise, it's the only other good fight in this movie for okay, a little so bit. See, I didn't think it was that good. I didn't, I didn't think their fight at the end was anywhere near as good as like what went not down as good as the in beginning, the beginning. For sure not. For sure not. No. Um, <laughs> and and uh, go and continue. I'm, I have a so, point that so we're gonna make after the fight, but go. So go. there's a there's a point. So we established in the beginning that Scorpion is Japanese, and he's speaking Japanese, and he's speaking Japanese when he comes back out of hell, 
Until, oh, the doggy, the doggy. Oh yeah, my dog's here. Yeah. Until until um until oh you can't even see her. There she goes. No. Uh, until he's speaking Japanese. Until he throws his kunai, and then in English, get over here. <laughs> Brother, brother, I, I damn near threw my remote at my TV. I'm like, look, I know this is what this character does in the game. Yeah. But you've established at the fucking start of this movie <laughs> that he is Japanese. Not anywhere was he speaking English. No. And they, and they, and they even did. And this is why I really am upset with this movie, because the, the first 10 minutes, like the subtitles were good. Yeah. Because they like when, when Sub-Zero comes in. And it's it shows that you know Scorpion talking and it says Japanese. Yeah. And then Sub Zero talks Chinese. I you know I really and like that. I like that too. I so thought it's that was like, cool. I thought that was great. So it's like one of those things where it's like okay, you know, and Scorpion knew Chinese a little bit, right? Um, but his wife and kid didn't. So it's like there's you know he's saying these things to them, and it was like one of those things like oh I like this. This is a nice touch. Totally. And then fast forward way to the end, <laughs> this third act where they're confronted again with each other, and he and they did they threw in the get over here, and it wasn't even his fucking voice. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Yeah. Okay, so there's also a scene, and, and you're right. Like the the second fight scene with them isn't that great, but in comparison, it looks like martial artists doing a choreography again. But there's a part where Scorpion and Sub Zero are fighting, and then it just cuts to Cole, who's in front of his wife and and daughter, daughter. Were frozen and he's just like punching the ice yeah he's punching the ice <laughs> and arguably these two have been completely frozen for an hour they've been there for a while at least they've been frozen like he got by the time Cole got there they were already they, frozen they were already frozen and again they were in a house in the middle of the desert he had Sub-Zero had to take them from that house to this UFC gym put them up in the thing then freeze, freeze them up them, against like, the freeze them against the fence and who knows how long it took Cole to get there. I don't even remember how he figured out to go there. I don't even remember. So they cut to Cole and he's just like punching the eyes. Ah! And he's not getting I'm like, you still it. suck. Even with the powers, <laughs> you still suck. You can't even free your family, dog. It's like, you are the worst protagonist fucking ever. Awful. I'm like, where's Johnny Cage? Where is Johnny Cage? Well, we'll find out at the end. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, it takes both Scorpion and Cole Young to defeat Sub Zero, and they do. And it and then it becomes a really just awful fight. It's really bad, really sloppy. And then the whole time I was like, man, I really fucking hope. All I wanted to see was like, I I really hope Scorpion rips his mask off and he has a skull face and he sets Sub Zero on fire. Yeah, I really yeah. wanted that to happen. And then I was sadly disappointed when they did that, and it just looked. Awful. Awful, yeah. It looks so bad. Um, yeah. And then it ends, and Scorpion just goes away, goes back to hell, I guess. And then everything's fine. And then he goes, he tells the promoter who would, like, book him for these $200 take-a-dive fights, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to Hollywood. I'm going to Hollywood. And then they pan over to a poster on the wall that is, like, Johnny Cage in Hollywood or whatever. And it's like, Oh, he's going to see Johnny cage in part two. It was bad. It was so bad. bullshit. It was so it much was real bullshit. Bad. I couldn't, I was, bad. I was so and and look, I mean, I, there are people in my Twitter timeline, like friends of mine. Yeah. 
who have, you know, put out tweets about, oh, I liked it. It was this, that, and the other, da, da, da. And I'm like, now, granted, I am not the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. I'm not. I uh, I kind of dip in and dip out when, you know, a new game comes out that's good. Yeah. I'll try it out. Like like I said, I'm enjoying Mortal Kombat 11. Like, it's fucking dope. But I don't have, like, this deep uh, appreciation for the lore. But I do know that the one thing, like, if you're going to make a Mortal Kombat movie in 2021 and you were given the the R rating, and we didn't even talk about the how bloodless this movie is. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people came into this movie thinking, oh, we're finally going to get that Mortal Kombat movie that we've all been clamoring for. The blood, the gore, da da da. And look, it's in it's in here. Yes, there is some. But it is it is so conservative, the fatalities and yeah. like the uh, the bloodletting, where it was almost like, well, what was even the fucking point? Yeah. It's it's like it's like you spent more time with the the fucking language than you did with the violence. And not yeah. to say that I'm even a, you know, like I want to see people getting decapitated, but, but it but is the, part the of the franchise. Yeah, the franchise is built on just very uh over the top just insane yeah violence like cartoony gory, but gory cartoony violence yeah and like like most of the fatalities that they did choose to use were from games that were like fucking years <laughs> ago yeah yeah i'm like so whoever made this game have you seen yeah it was mortal kombat stuff, 9 10 11 like it was all stuff from 1 and 2 yeah yeah it's like these motherfuckers have been way beyond that you know yeah. so for me like and like I said, as a casual Mortal Kombat fan, I, I find it, I'm just shocked that there are diehard Mortal Kombat fans that are making excuses yeah. for this film. And it's yeah. like, no, like this just wasn't good. It's not I'm good. I mean, arguably, if you're not that big of a fan of Mortal Kombat, you're a better critic of the movie because it's not going to influence your decisions. Like, yeah. You and I, like, yes, we've grown up with that around us, but it's, it's not our thing. So we can judge the movie fairly based on what it is, because I I can assume that we both wanted it to be good and fun. And of course, yeah, of I course. And I, I was looking forward to it a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was not expecting there to be a story. I just wanted wacky, crazy fights. That's all I was looking for. They didn't do that, and they they did a story that was awful. awful. There there are two ways to do this yeah. movie well. One is Enter the Dragon. You just make it like Enter the Dragon. Yes, yes. There's an island or, you know, whatever, another dimension where a crazy guy holds fighting tournaments because he just wants to find the best fighters. Easy. Done. And if that's the movie, then give it the most over-the-top shit ever. Make it just a tournament. Like, yeah, they, they're going to sleep here. They might talk shit to each other, but they're not allowed to fight until they're there. And yeah, I want to see babalities. I want to see friendship allities. I want to <laughs> see all of that shit. Show me the crazy toasties. I want to see all of it. Make it ridiculous. Like a Stephen Chow, you know, uh, uh, Kung Fu Hustle level yeah. of insanity. Yes, yes. Make it that. That's That would be amazing. The other way is the story that they thought of, but just didn't make, which is Scorpion escaping hell to avenge the death of his family and kill yeah. Sub-Zero. Just the two of them hunting each other. That is another great movie here. And did they do either? No, not even close. Uh, so first, to, to your first point, like everything that you were hoping that this movie would be is what they did in the 1995 Mortal Kombat film. Yes, but just a bad version of it. 
Uh, it was a bad version of it. Uh, they didn't have the amount of money that this yeah. film had. They or didn't technology. have the, the R rating, the technology. But that is why that 95 film is still held in high regard. And look, like, is that a That's good fair. movie? No, like it's, it's adequate. But I will say, and again, for me, like I can forget. I mean, you know me. We've talked movies and TV shows for years, ever since we've been friends. Like yeah. I am very forgiving. Yes. Of entertainment yeah um very forgiving more forgiving than most which you may not believe people because i didn't like <laughs> the last episode of falcon but i still gave it a passing grade yeah um and i didn't like this but it's easy it's like dude like it's mortal Kombat. if you give me a movie with minimal plot but with fucking kick-ass martial arts choreography yeah brutality with the fights yeah uh lean into the fatalities more than what they did here like, that's all that I wanted from this. That's it. That's and they it. didn't give me any of it. Nothing. And, and I, can't, I can't stress enough how, how disappointing and how, for me, a fail, where it's like you have a property, an IP called Mortal Kombat, where the entire fucking point of this is combat. You've yeah. got fighters, martial artists. And like, I mean, not all martial artists. You know, Jack's like a brawler, whatever. Sure. But you've got fighters that No, but he's are, a special forces guy. He can do it. Yeah, but but they're competing hand to hand yeah. combat, and if you can't get the choreography down, like I just don't understand. Like, why, like why not? Yeah, it, like it, I, there's no excuse for that. It, it would be as if you're watching Enter the Dragon and the fighting was bad. Like, yeah. the whole movie is for martial arts. It's just for watching martial arts. I'm here for the fights. That's it. I just want to see good fights. I'm here and, for the fights. Yeah. And yeah, and none aside from that first Scorpion Sub-Zero fight and then like you know that first Jack Sub-Zero fight is okay. But that's it. But it was but, the, but that was less of a fight and more yeah. of just a I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Destroy your arms. Yeah. It was a cool, it was a cool scene, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. It was a cool in wrestling, scene. In wrestling terms, fight. that was like, you know, Jax got squashed by a uh, Sub-Zero. Right. Right. It, <laughs> it, was was just, it was, it was like a throwaway backstage to set up a new yeah. fight coming later. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, absolutely what you said. Like there is almost no good fighting here. Again, that first, the first seven minutes, you should watch it because it's really good. And then stop. And then shut it off. And yeah, then, then stop it because it doesn't get better. It just there, gets worse from there. Yeah, there's there is no other part. You know, if you want to watch it for Kano, you can like fast forward and just like check him out because uh, he's enjoyable. But not, but, but not, but not like he was enjoyable. He's not worth it. No, he's not. But worth not it. worth yeah. sitting through an hour and forty minutes of this movie just to see Kano. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, most of my friends like the movie too. They're like, man, I really like it. And I was like, it, oh, it's okay. Like, I'm trying not to be like, you don't know what the see, fuck you're talking about. See. What is with people like they like people's expectations like they're just okay with things because it's not terrible. So like, oh, well, it's a video game. So I I don't think it's that. You know what I actually think it is? I think that geek culture is so in vogue that almost anything coming from geek culture, people think they have to like it to be in. See, like because people like Shazam, people like Aquaman. These are objectively. I like Shazam. I like Shazam awful movies. I didn't think all right, all right. I didn't think Shazam was awful. I agree with you with Aquaman. That was fucking the shits. They're basically the same uh, movie. But Aquaman was a or uh, Shazam was a better version of it, in my opinion. I didn't think Aquaman or damn it. Fuck. I didn't think Shazam was bad. I did. Uh, I don't think it's Aquaman level bad. Aquaman is worse. 
But like, I, I thought Shazam was also very bad. See, for me, I would think that with, with uh, you know, geek culture and like all these comic films and just all this, you know, uh, pop entertainment being adapted into movies and, you know, animation, whatever, that they that people people will be more discerning. It's like we've seen what the best of this can be. But see, that's, that's and just it. we don't want to take the scraps anymore. It's that's like, no, just it, though, like the amount of people watching this who are actually familiar with the source material are low. Most yeah. of the people watching these movies have never read a comic, have never played a video game. They're just they're moviegoers. These are the in movies right now. So people are like, these are all they're all good. They're all yeah. great. But like, I think anybody who's actually familiar with this shit is like, this is not good. Yeah. This is because again, like it, you know, us being lifelong comic readers, we can look at these. If a movie, a comic movie is bad, we can look at it and be like, no, they don't understand the character. They don't understand yeah. anything about this. I've, I've read a million different books from a million different writers that are better. And yeah. same thing with video games. I. I, I I just think people, they want to be in that crowd of like, I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I'm, uh, that's the cool thing. But it's, this was a bad movie. Fuck all that. Like, I, I am a fucking geek and a nerd from day fucking one yeah. on this planet. Yeah. Like, I was, I was ridiculed as a kid yeah. for reading comics. Like, I had to, it, like, when I was young, I was so happy when I was living in New Mexico. I was so happy to meet friends that also were in the comics. Yeah. We were the outcasts. We were yes. the outsiders. Nobody wanted to fuck with us, but I could at least talk with my friends about the shit that we all like, movies, comics, whatever. And now it's a thing and I love it. It's mainstream. I love it. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, don't just be happy that you got a thing. Yeah. Uh, just for the sake of it being there. It's like then, uh, good create, is good, bad is bad, mediocre yes. is mediocre. And yeah. I, I don't know, for me, like, I just have a, a very hard time putting up with mediocrity when you're in a situation, as far as, especially with like Mortal Kombat, where you've got Warner Brothers backing you, you've got a budget that is infinitely higher than what the first uh, movie had, you've got all this shit at your disposal, and this is what you delivered to us and, and to the fucking it, game and the game is like motherfuckers have you played 11 like i would like if you're making I, that that movie like play 11 yeah it's, it's, it's like when there's bad marvel stuff i'm like why didn't you hire the people who wrote the best marvel books to do this yeah when there's bad dc stuff i'm like why don't you hire the best dc writers to help write this shit why are yeah. you hiring random screenwriters random screenwriters yeah who have no idea of the property no idea like every every time there's a batman movie comes out i'm like was paul dini consulted if not then go fuck yourself like you don't yeah. know what you're doing um and like with this Mortal Kombat, yeah, exactly. Like there are, here's the other problem. Like you said, yes, they have the budget. Um, they have the IP. They have just like almost a hundred characters to choose yes. from. Like you got, you got, you got the rated R, you got the rated R license. You got, to you do got your rating. And to get it's, gully. it's going straight to streaming. I think it's in theaters too, but basically straight to streaming. You can do whatever you want with this movie. And the other amazing thing Nobody is clamoring for this. You don't have to capitalize on yeah. something. Like, you know, a lot of times they'll put out a movie just because the subject is hot or whatever. Right. You put it out. Just fucking put it out. Video games especially, right? That was not the case here. No. This property is 30 years old. Yeah. Like, oh, there was shit, no, yeah. nobody was, nobody was like, oh man, if they don't put out this Mortal Kombat movie, I don't know. I don't know. It's, they're going to lose their steam. That is so true. That <laughs> is so true. Like, People got excited. 
because of the announcement of it. That's and they were right. like, oh, wow, they're doing another. Like, nobody was thinking they were like they were going to do a Mortal Kombat movie, let alone it's a rated R one. Like Godzilla vs. Kong. They could have just taken as much time yeah. as they wanted. There was no like, there yeah. was no countdown. There was, there was no ticking. countdown. There was no rush. Just it's do like, whatever you want. Yeah, it's it really boggles my mind, like how uh, studios can whiff like that, especially because like, like NetherRealm, the developer of the games, like they're owned by Warner uh, Media. Like they're all, it's all part of the same company. Jesus. It's like, dude, like, I mean, maybe there was, maybe they consulted with people at NetherRealm, the, the, you know, the, the writers of the story, but whatever, but I don't, I if they it. did, I seriously if they, doubt it. I seriously yeah. And, and if they did, they probably just, they didn't take any of their ideas because of course they want to write their own thing. That's it. It's yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, it's like, there's just no, again, I, I go back to, there's just no excuse. Like you give me a budget. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a film director, but if I was, and if you give me a budget um, and resources to develop a kick-ass martial arts action film. And they're like, just fill in the blanks, but it's got to be dope ass martial yeah. arts. And I got money. I'm like, all right, I'm on the phone. And I'm contacting the people that were responsible for the raid. Yeah. Uh, those choreographers to see if they're yeah. available. If they're Absolutely. not, then I'm calling the people that were responsible for John Wick. Yeah, of course. Atomic Blonde. It's like, there's no, like, there's no, like, there's no reason for None. our fights to be None. anything less than what they had in those films. Yeah. And, and I'll make a story around that, you know? And, and, and with a property like this, you don't need a story. There just doesn't need to be one. You don't it even doesn't. need, you barely need to give a shit about the characters. Like if you just get charming actors, you're good. You're fucking good. Yeah. Use doubles for everything. You it doesn't, doesn't <clears throat> literally doesn't matter. Just hire stuntmen to do it, to be the actors too. Cause the acting to be the actors too, yeah. in this type of movie, the acting is really not that important. It's, it's just not, not that important. I want to see important. good fights and good uh, deaths. That's all I want to see. Good fights, uh, the uh, you know requisite carnage, yeah, fatalities. That's it. And that's another thing too. Like this, like, like even the games did a better job of, like, in the midst of a fight in the game, you see bruising yeah. and blood on the yeah. character models. You, I, I saw none of that. None in this. None. It's like everybody's throwing punches where it's like, well, nothing registers. It's like watching a like Man of Steel, uh, Superman and Zod beating the shit out of each other. And ain't nobody really worse for wear after yeah. beating the piss out of each other for like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't even care about this fight. Yeah, it, it's it, it was a just all the way through. It's almost more offensive. Like, I would rather see a great concept executed poorly. Yeah, because it's like I know they try. They just couldn't get it done no yeah no exactly yeah then see this which is just like a terrible concept attempted to be executed well and then failing like yeah it, ah, it was just so it was awful it was just now, it, you, you know you, you're, you're you're right about that what you just said there because as much as i'm railing against this movie uh it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it, here's by the, a long it, shot. Like it's, it's, it's not that you can watch it's it. It's watchable. Yeah, it's watchable. Um, but I, I, I would have more respect for it if it took a chance and went a certain direction. One way, like I'd have more respect yeah. for this film if it actually went for something, right? And like failed in that. But I could watch it and be like, "This is bad," 
But these motherfuckers tried to do They're something trying. different. They tried to do something. This movie was, it was like they were trying to play it too safe. Yeah, they, they walked it, in the middle and it's, yeah, it's they wa- yeah. They walked in the middle and like, that's the worst place to be. You yeah. know, it's like either you have a vision or you don't. And mm. you you dial into that vision and it's going to tip one of those ways where it's Bars. good or it's bad. Yeah. The worst thing is to just be in the middle and just be meh. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, and that's and that is this movie. It's meh. If you want to watch it, watch the first seven minutes, that Sub-Zero Scorpio yeah. opening. And then, yeah, shut it Wish off. Wish they You'll... made available for free the, yeah. the couple days before the movie came out. S- smart. Yeah. Smart. And they, it, but it fooled me because I saw that seven minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, this might be. And all right, this might be the fucking right. The the, the, the video game movie that can like really eclipse. And yeah. Kind of break out of, you know, whatever kind of uh, confines that, you know, these uh, video game adaptations yeah. have been in. But uh, yeah, they fooled no, him with that. It it didn't do it. Uh, you can watch that movie and just see like a cool short film. Yeah, and that's it. Um, it worked better that way, honestly. Totally. And, and it's weird that they had that in this movie too, because it's so it doesn't ever come back. That style, that period piece, never comes back into the no. movie. It's just that segment. It's like that was the idea again. That initial concept. Whoa, wouldn't it be fucking amazing if they had like this ancient rivalry and Scorpion was actually like a peaceful family man and Sub Zero was this horrible gang member that killed him and and that was and it. that that actually man. So okay, so sub so Scorpion. So the beginning it takes place 1600s feudal Japan. Scorpion dies. So I, I get, okay, he was sent to hell, whatever. As Fugazi as that is. Yeah. Sub-Zero, though, they never even go into any explanation of how he was able to live as long as he did. They don't go into and I, and I know, is. And I know that in a, in a franchise like Mortal Kombat, like, that's the last thing you need to concern yourself with. But I was maybe hoping that maybe they'd figure out a way to kind of button that up, where it's yeah. like, because we're starting so far in the past and here we are now, and they did show up again. And it's like, ah, I guess, all right. And again, like, had the movie been fun up until that point, I wouldn't give a fuck. But yeah. it sucked. And now you got me asking questions for every single thing. And even with, like, with Shang Tsung, you get no information. I mean, obviously, we know who he is because we play the games. But, like, the movie gives you nothing about him. Yeah. And even Raiden, like, nothing. It's, it's just it, everything about it. I'm like, did anybody, is this a first draft? <laughs> It's what it felt like. <laughs> like, did they? Nobody and, tried. It's it's not good. And and was 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 I the only one? So, so and so so in the movie, like you've got the out world, which is where Shang Tsung is operating, and then you've got the R world. But like the out world and the world where uh, Liu Kang and everybody was like practicing, the shit looked the same. The same. I'm like, it's the same uh, landscape. Yeah. I was like, I was like confused at one point. I'm like, wait, are we still in the in our world? Or are we in our world? Yeah, because it's just this, you know, plantless, just dunes and like yeah. hills. Yeah, and yeah. I was confused for a minute. I'm like, wait, are we in our world too? Or and there, what's but going there, on? Yeah, absolutely. There was nothing to differentiate. Like visually, there the was terrain, no. Yeah, visually is the same, but also like. Their the way they moved through the world was the same too. Like the outworld was desolate and when they're in the real world aside from that scene where they're eating tacos or whatever 
Yeah. There's nobody else in the movie. No. There's, I mean, no. there's no extras. Aside no, that's from true. That scene, yeah, yeah. There are no extras in this movie. It's a, it's a, uh, an unlived in world. Both yeah. of them. Perfect. Both of them. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. So what would you rate it on our, we do, I want to come up with the, a, a rating system, a rating system, but we can do like a, a B C. I, see, I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, would, what, like, what would you give this one? A D minus. D minus. Yeah. I did. Like I said, I did enjoy that first seven minutes and there are a couple decent visual pieces and Kano is kind of enjoyable. So yeah, D minus D. Yeah, I'll go D. I'll go D. I mean, yeah. D, D, D minus. I figured they're all the same. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not a fail. Definitely not. But it's. It's not good. It it's not pass. a pass. It's it not, not a pass. A pass yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Not. I give. Yeah, I'll just give it a D. I'll give it a D. Uh, which, and again, like you know, I'm somebody who was very forgiving of a lot of movies. Um, I was just having a, an argument with uh, a friend of mine, Amir, uh, last weekend about the merits of Caddyshack Two. Oof. I like Caddyshack Two. And now maybe I said that people are going to be like, oh, well, you like Caddyshack 2? Like, I was listening to you. But look, I understand that Caddyshack 2 is like me liking it is a minority opinion. Sure. But I enjoy it. And I saw it recently, too. So it's not like wow. me as a kid. I saw it uh, two weeks ago. And it made me laugh. It's stupid, of course. And any negative anybody wants to say about it, I get it. But, hey, it makes me laugh. I was entertained that, by it. That's all that matters. With the- Yeah. I mean, I see with, with that, I think people, because the first Caddyshack is considered so classic, I think it, it would be tough for anybody to say they're into the second one. I don't, I'm not really into either of them. Um, I just saw the first one again. I mean, I've seen it before, but I saw yeah. it last weekend. It uh, didn't do anything for you. It doesn't. Like, I, yeah. I, I think Caddyshack 2 is, is funnier, but yeah. I know I'll get flamed for that, but I don't no, that's care. Fine. Like, Look, and, and, and just, I mean, I, I just, this week, again, rewatched Deadpool 1 and 2. They're my favorite comic book movies, hands down. Both of them? Both of them. Oh, okay. I cry in both of them. I laugh in both of them. I am, the fighting is really good so good really good i mean better i mean not to shit on marvel but like better than any marvel fighting winter soldier is the best they have i was about to to say winter Winter soldier is the best they have and and the fighting in winter soldier is good and deadpool is better than that Uh, as good as that is um it's shot well it's lit well you know how i always getting on like coloring and lighting yeah it's it's actually funny they took a chance they they really did a thing like they had a vision and they fucking did it um yeah those deadpool one and two are my favorite comic book movies hands down i i I love both those films um i actually am a partial to deadpool two so good over one yeah but i like them both i mean i don't even care like where however somebody lands in that i'm like yeah yeah, sure i i I really enjoy i really enjoyed those films because i think think two is is i prefer two as much as i love one i think two is better also yeah yeah i think two is just better i think uh because it's like Deadpool, that character plays off. He like he's a, he's a better character when he has other characters to play off of. Totally. And I think that's why I like two so much. Like with the Domino and Cable and, and Colossus and Colossus. Yeah. The, the 
See, that's those movies. I, I don't want to. The best, the best interpretation like, of Colossus by ever. far. In a, so in a movie. good. That he's in like a, a fucking hall monitor, like a nerdy, you know, yeah. like a dweeb. That's it's him. so good. That's him. So he's like a good. big metallic boy scout. Like that's and, Peter, you know. And, and the way, like, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is is just a fucking genius in these movies. Like, yeah. he, he's he's perfect, and he's so funny. And uh, those movies are, are amazing, amazing. And I, yeah. I cry, like, actually cry at the end of Deadpool two every time. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. I, I I don't I've I never cry watching the first Deadpool, but I've seen Deadpool two like three or four times, and I always cry at the end. Yeah, when he wants to be with uh, and he goes Vanessa. Back. Is it Vanessa? Yeah, yeah. And she's just telling him, it's like, no, it's not your time yet. And yep. all he wants is to be with her. That moment is uh, waterworks, man. Yeah, like I always time. cheer up. I always cheer up. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, and and to those credits, like relating it to like the Marvel movies that I love, even the ones that I really love, I don't watch all the time. But the Deadpool movies, both of them are effortlessly watchable. Yeah. They're yeah. so easy to watch. Um, and they're R-rated and they're funny. Like, and, and like actual jokes, not like bullshit sitcom jokes. Like, yeah. Th- those movies are amazing. They're uh, unto themselves. They're basically perfect. They're incredible. I think so. I mean, I yeah. think, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, one and two, like I said, I think two gets the edge slightly, but I, I mean, they're both. It's uh, neck and neck. It's, they're so good. Yeah, man. they're so good. I mean, and because they're so consistent. And like, it's so it consistent. Is, so those Deadpool films, I'll just take Deadpool one. It is complete. It is the anathema of what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. Where, yeah. you know, the people that made Deadpool, they knew the character. They knew what the fans wanted from this character. Right. And they delivered. Like, you got and, everything yeah. that you wanted from a Deadpool movie. Right. And with Mortal Kombat, they had the name. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, well, well. Give, we'll show some blood and a they couple name, fatalities. Fan base, nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I know, I know we're probably gonna wrap it up, but like something I really want to talk. I know we talked about it briefly. I really want to talk about Invincible with you. Yes, I need to watch it. I haven't seen eight, it yet. Eight episodes. The the the, the season is done. So I know, first, yeah. first season is done. They got renewed I read for that. season two and three. I read Very that excited. as well. So I just finished episode eight today. I, I don't want to talk about it until you watch it. So whenever you're done, or even like whenever you f- start. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll start it this weekend. I mean, okay. I, I've got okay. it on the uh, the TV in the living room, okay. Amazon Prime. So yeah, I'll definitely give it a- Really excited I, to hear your thoughts. I mean, you've been telling me how good it is and uh, the podcasts that I listen to, they've been raving about it too. So yeah, I need to I've, check it out. Yeah, as far as like where things rate in like the, you know, animated or live action superhero pantheon or whatever it's it's one of the greats for sure yeah. okay yeah. all right yeah. i was happy really. to read that it got renewed yeah 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 the acting's great jk simmons i mean everybody's so everybody's good in it like it's rare and like an animated for every voice actor to just crush it everybody's crushing it steven yun and but like jk simmons is a powerhouse well i'm a big fan of sandra oh yeah she's great uh you ever have you ever watched uh, killing eve no but she's so so beautiful <laughs> wait uh eve yeah yeah dude you yeah. gotta watch that show man i saw he, everybody tells me that it's really good but yeah yeah eve is uh villanelle she is amazingly beautiful yeah but i but but sandra oh was also in that and i think she's sexy too and oh yeah 
I, I look at Sandra and like her hair. I just want to put my fingers all up in yeah. there. She got that nice, <laughs> like, just, I just, it's, I don't know. Yeah, like there's something yeah. about her hair. I just want to just, I guess maybe how that's how white folks look at me when I had an afro. Like, can I, can I touch it? Can I touch it? I just want to put my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like a pregnant belly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm the worst. Oh, but yeah. Shit. But yeah, I like, yeah, I like the cast. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll start I, this weekend. I, I think you'll love it. I can't wait to hear. I'm probably going to watch it again. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. Now, are you, do you have Amazon Prime or are you I do, watching? I do. Yeah, yeah, I have it. Through Amazon. other means. No, no, I have it. I have it. Are yeah. you Do you really have it? No, yeah, yeah, it's my or... account, my account. <laughs> I have it. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Go. Yeah. All right. Take my dog out. Hang on, Lumpia. Okay, uh, all right. You got you got to take care of the dog. Uh yeah, just watch it. I really want to talk about it. Um Yeah. All right. Yeah, that that's my homework. I'll I'll start it this weekend. Sweet. And I guess that'll do it. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, give give you plugs real quick. Oh yeah, uh, thank you. Um, GrahamBaker.com/slash/merch, and uh, you can find me on all my socials there too. And I think that's it. What about you? Uh, nothing. Uh, so when I saw my boy uh, Pete, who told me that he was listening to the show, I was wearing your hoodie. Oh, the sure. uh, I hate Graham Baker. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Wait a minute." that's the guy you do the podcast with, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you guys are selling merch? I was like, no, no, no. I mean, this is his merch. Like, you can go to his web. And I told him, they can go to, you know, grandbaker.com to get this. Because because I told him, he's like, well, he's a trainer, so he sells his own merch. Like, this isn't podcast related, but yes, this is my boy. So. Well, and on that note, uh, we're going to have some merch, some Bombcast merch coming soon, too. Don't nobody want to buy that shit. I want to. Don't nobody want to buy that shit. <laughs> I do. Just. Just keep selling your merch. That's all that matters. Well, we can sell both things. We can sell more than one thing. Nah, nobody will buy no bomb cash <laughs> shit. Come on, man. A plus salesmanship. A plus salesmanship. <laughs> <laughs> I do this because I love you and I love the. Of course, the, uh, of course. Well, I want a shirt. I'm going to make sure it's the, the four people that listen. Yeah. Like, I love you. Mwah, Mitchell. That's how we start. Uh, Conrad, That's how we start. Pete, Byron. I think maybe Byron listens. I don't even know. And hey, and for everybody listening, if you could, please um, rate and review us on iTunes uh, and um, follow on Spotify. It, it does help us like, get bumped up in the algorithms So and share it. You know, let people know if you're enjoying it. Uh, it's a small, it's, you know, look, guys, this is a free fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> so the way you pay is with blood. Or just or just clicking a button. Just click a button. Uh, if you could rate and review, that would help. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. We'll be just, back next week with just, some other shit. Just click a like. Just click a like. It's just not click hard. a like. And I am I have I have been putting these on YouTube as well. Just the audio. So if you I don't know stream stuff on YouTube and you want to listen, you can do so there as well. All right. There you Sounds go. good. Thanks for yeah, listening. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm on uh, Twitter and shit, but yeah, that's it. Oh oh, we have a Twitter uh, at. Bombcast. Oh, we podcast. do. Yeah, that's right. Hey, thank at you for Bombcast. Po- yeah, I, for creating you. that. No, yeah. yeah, no problem. Uh, let me actually get the name actually right. It is. Yeah. Let me see. I'll um, beat you to it. Shit. At Bombcast Podcast. All one word. Oh. At Bombcast All Podcast. Right. On Twitter, follow us. Um, yeah, and we'll be back uh, next week with something. Yeah, Invincible. Hopefully. 
Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wherever, however many you watch. Well, let's, let's do Invincible next week. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Sweet. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Peace. Peace. The Bombcast.